You probably know the feeling, sweaty, fast breathing, quick heart rate. That's a cortisol spike. It feels awful, and its imbalance is the cause of your anxiety. Rebalance Health's three-part anxiety system helps address it at the root. Rebalance Health lozenges are natural and designed for optimal absorption, providing 24-hour relief. Live life fully without feeling like you're fighting for it. Get 50% off your first month with code CALM23 at rebalancehealth.com. It's time to get your checking account to zero with free checking from PenFed. That's zero ATM fees, zero balance requirements, and zero time spent waiting for your paycheck to direct deposit because you can receive it up to two days early. Open your account with just $25 and see how big zero can be. Apply online today at penfed.org slash free checking. Early direct deposit eligibility may vary between pay periods and timing of payers' funding. To receive any advertised product, you must become a member of PenFed, insured by NCUA. See the sunshine, I done seen the rain Went through many good times, felt a lot of pain Too many of my homies died, wish it I could say For everyone that crossed me, it'll never be the same They know who they are, I'll never drop a name Just know that what you did got me where I'm at today Learned a lot of lessons, they consumed a lot of gain Now they all respect me, how I moved against the grain Even through the hate and the despise, we still hitting Not sure how we made it, but like Nas, it was written Overcame the odds stacked against me from the beginning So many homies died in this trap we call the mitten Kept faith in my path when y'all laughed at my vision Not knowing that my destiny was cast by my ambition Not showing cast the prophecies and everlasting mission Y'all going off of what y'all see but take a chance to listen This flow and built the legacy that ain't no one forgetting Kept growing off my clarity and made it a religion So these levels ain't no scaring me, the only competition No, these levels just preparing me, I learn through repetition Holding my position, representing friends that's missing I do it for my kids and all my hustlers in the kitchen And homies doing life in prison names I can't mention Just know I love you all for helping Dreams come to fruition I done seen the sunshine, I done seen the rain Went through many good times, felt a lot of pain Too many of my homies died, I wish it I could say For everyone that crossed me, it'll never be the same They know who they are, I'll never drop a name Just know that what you did got me where I'm at today Learned a lot of lessons, they consumed a lot of gain Now they all respect me, how I moved against the grain Spit on, same old song Kicked in the ass, told to get on Been wrong, Kurt Russell Goldie Hawn, been pushed overboard I know what's going on You afraid of what you do not know or understand She keep coming out your mouth You taste the back of my hand Kablam, can't stand, I'm here You ran, your program, simple Oh bitch, no man, but yet You still busy looking down your nose on us But yet, I get busy looking down the barrel and bust Splinters, rough edges, against the grain We killing the game, but we made the same Sell out, never, for no fame, no cheddar For Jeremy, Shaggy spoken, Eddie Vedder You a simp, a lame and square charity case You got a dick in your booty, I got the sun in my face I done seen the sunshine, I done seen the rain Went through many good times, felt a lot of pain Too many of my homies died, I wish that I could say For everyone that crossed me, it'll never be the same They know who they are, I'll never drop a name Just know that what you did got me where I'm at today Pushing 9-0, wrong side of the expressway in a blind 
drop a name Just know that what you did got me where I'm at today Learned a lot of lessons, they consumed a lot of game Now they all respecting how I moved against the grain
What up, y'all? It's early. It it's is. A, it's a little early, but we're here, man. We're doing it. Welcome back. We're actually early and on time. It's crazy, right? Hmm? Does that ever happen around here? Uh, no. 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 Maybe by accident one time. But <laughs> this is that one time. This is, yeah, this is that one time. Absolutely. But we are here, man. We appreciate everybody tuning in, tuning in early, sharing out the streams. We're live, RebelConRadio.com. Welcome. As well as on YouTube. And we have a very, very, very special guest this week. Yeah, y'all never thought we'd open up a show with a guest, would you? Right. Nope. Continuing with the season of the pumpkin, keeping it festive, man. We have a horror icon, a horror legend, if you will. One of the men behind the face. The One leather face. Faces. Uh, give it up, man, for our special guest, R.A. Mihailov. Yeah. <laughs> How are you, man? Breaking pain, big road, dead body man. How you guys doing? Hello, doing sir. Doing good, doing good. Hello. Doing good, man. It's a pleasure to have you on the show this evening. Well, thanks for having me on, fellas. I'm actually one of the I'm actually a huge fan of the Texas Chainsaw Massacre series. As am I. Absolutely. You probably know the feeling. Sweaty, fast breathing, quick heart rate. That's a cortisol spike. It feels awful, and its imbalance is the cause of your anxiety. Rebalance Health's three-part anxiety system helps address it at the root. Rebalance Health lozenges are natural and designed for optimal absorption, providing 24-hour relief. Live life fully without feeling like you're fighting for it. Get 50% off your first month with code CALM23 at rebalancehealth.com. It's time to get your checking account to zero with free checking from PenFed. That's zero ATM fees, zero balance requirements, and zero time spent waiting for your paycheck to direct deposit because you can receive it up to two days early. Open your account with just $25 and see how big zero can be. Apply online today at penfed.org slash free checking. Early direct deposit eligibility may vary between pay periods and timing of payers' funding. To receive any advertised product, you must become a member of PenFed, insured by NCUA. As, as am I. Yeah. <laughs> as we all should be. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, yeah. I'm like that. I'm, I'm like I'm like that guy from uh, Saturday Night Live. The one that you baseball been very very good to me. Chainsaw <laughs> been very very good to me. <laughs> yes. <laughs> that's awesome. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, we we definitely appreciate you taking the time to hang out with us. I'm sure you're uh, super busy, especially this time of year. Um, Yes. You know, it's the uh, it's that season, man. So uh, we appreciate you well, celebrating part you know, of October. You know, under normal circumstances, yeah, this this phone conversation probably would have been impossible. But it's no secret, thanks to the China virus nineteen, 
everything's gone down the shitter. Yes, absolutely, it has. That's very true. Hopefully, uh, normalcy. It, it seems like some normalcy. I know they're doing like a monster, mad monster weekend or whatever convention in Texas. Yeah, they, and, yeah. they just did mad monster party in uh, uh, Phoenix last weekend. Yeah. So they, I haven't heard. I haven't, I haven't heard from anybody how it went. Uh, I hope it went okay. I saw a couple. I saw a couple of uh, Bill Mosley's photos from down there. It seemed like, uh, and and Kane. I know Kane did the Jason X. I've, I've seen some some things from down there. looked looked like people were enjoying themselves. So hopefully, uh, hopefully it starts a trend and everybody was safe and we start seeing some more of that. Yeah, well, it'll be nice when things bust wide open. That's for sure. <laughs> Absolutely, man. People, yeah. I miss people. <laughs> <laughs> we miss people so much. By the middle of November, everything will be open back up and everything will be normal. Hopefully. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I hope that's true. We're, we're going to have a vaccine. It's coming real soon. Real soon. <laughs> uh, yeah. And uh, I'll be first in line to take it. Not. Yeah. Not. <laughs> yeah, right. I'll just let everybody else take it and I'll just keep doing what I was doing. Yeah. They'll have to, they'll have to put me in. Uh, 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 Leg irons and handcuffs and strap me down to a table before I'll take a vaccine. Yeah, yeah I don't I, even get the flu shot. I ain't trying to get sick. Yeah. Well, I do, uh, I'll, let me backtrack my, my statement. I get a flu shot every year. Yeah. Uh, I'll be damned if I'm going to uh, get a vaccine that's had no uh, field trials or anything like that. Right. Yeah, for sure. And, you know, and who knows if it's going to be delivering microchips to you. Uh, Right. Yeah, that's a scary thought. But that's old technology. I don't think we have to worry about that anymore. They just had they just hand them to us in the phone and go, "Here you go, and right. tell us all your stuff." <laughs> but the, but but what what? Yes, that's a, what a lot of people say. But where that uh, where that analogy or that argument falls flat on his face, you don't have to take your cell phone out in the woods, man. Okay. That is true. That is true. You, you can leave it sitting on, you know, on 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 your desk. But if you got a microchip in your body, <laughs> it's going with you everywhere you're going. You can't true. get away from that. Yep. Nope. Nope. That's. But you know, you can take that damn phone and throw it in a bucket of water. And, and I've <laughs> almost done that a few times. <laughs> right. <laughs> almost. I usually just punch the screens of mine or throw them down on the ground. Yeah. That's crazy. <laughs> Hopefully, we don't have to worry about that. Yeah, I, I get tempted to do that, but I think about how much it's going. You know, at the last minute, I think how much it's going to cost me to replace it. <laughs> <laughs> right? Like shit, that thing cost me a thousand dollars. I know I'm going to want a new one when I'm not mad. Yeah, yeah. When I'm, when I'm <laughs> I go back to being not mad. Right? When I need to log into Facebook again, this is bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> you kids in your Facebooks. I but see. hell yeah, man. But uh, so anyway, what we like to do, RA, uh. You know, we we, we want to get to know people. Obviously, everybody knows you're. I don't want to, you know, diminish the fact that you're basically a horror icon and Leatherface. But we want to get to know you. We want to know how how we got to that point. So, like, you're from Pennsylvania, and you when you were a child, you originally wanted to be like an artist, like a painter. Is that true? Oh uh, yeah, yeah. Well, um, it's like a it, it, it's like a twofold thing. When I was a little kid, man, when I was probably, you know, 10, 11, 12, whatever, I used to read Famous Monsters of Filmland, and, and I would, uh, you know, I'd, I'd wonder, I'd say, that's so cool, man, how, how do you get to, you know, how do you get to 
be the Frankenstein monster? How do you get to do the wolf man? You know? Uh, and then, yeah, when I was in high school, I, I was pretty handy with art. And I, for a while there, I thought maybe I'd uh, go to art school and, you know, draw, draw and sculpt and paint and all that shit. Uh, but then, simultaneously, as I was having those feelings, I was, I was eligible to join the drama club. And I hit I hit a home run uh, right out right out of the you know right out, right off the bench I got the starring role in, in the play and uh, you know never looked back from there. You just felt you just got the acting bug right right away, huh? Yeah, well you know it it, it, it was like I said you know back from reading Famous Monsters of Filmland it was there it was always there it was always uh, uh, festering under the surface. I hear you. You just and. A lot well, of people got, you know, like that age, they don't think that's a real thing. Like you can't, you can't do that. Those are monsters. I can't be. An, you well, know, like an actor is not a job. That's yeah. those people just do that. Yeah. Like. Well, you know, I mean, I knew it. Was, I knew it was acting. You know, uh, uh, I knew somebody had to. You know, I never missed an issue of Famous Monsters of Filmland. So you know, I mean, I knew, I knew Boris Karloff wasn't Frankenstein monster, and I knew. Uh, Lon Chaney what's in the wolf man you know obviously they're regular guys that get in makeup and make movies so that's what I wanted to do that's awesome so then how did you go from drama class to uh, landing that first role well I uh, I graduated from high school and uh, I went to uh a, a summer theater school at the Cle- with, with the Cleveland Playhouse at the Chautauqua Institution in, in New York. Uh, oh, I'm sorry. For, wait a minute. Stop. Go back. I, I, I'm jumping ahead of myself. Uh-oh. I graduated from high school and didn't go to college and went out and got a job. Uh, I think my first job out of high school was uh, uh, cross-country oil exploration. And then... Other, you know, I did other stuff, man. I did. Uh, I used to work in an iron foundry. I was a member of the United Steel Workers. Uh, I worked on the railroad. I was a member of the uh, brother uh, brotherhood uh, United Brotherhood Maintenance Away. The, you know, I, I was I was a John Henry man. I was a spike driving fool on the railroad. Wow. Uh, and uh, you know, always at the back of my mind, I thought, well. If I want to, you know, go out there someday and try to be an actor, maybe I ought to have some life experience to draw on. So, you know, that's why I did all that stuff. Um, you had like every manly job known to man. Well, I <laughs> I'm going to work with well, oil and trains. And I was, <laughs> I was never a miner. Nope. Yeah. And uh, I never officially worked on a tugboat, uh, even though I, I went out on a tugboat run with a friend of mine one time. That was pretty cool, but I did never officially work on a tugboat. That's awesome. So then, so uh, I guess your first. Well, I don't, I don't know what oh, came oh, first. Oh, I don't. What came oh, first? Yeah. Uh, Brute Bronson, the Iron City Savage, or the uh, the Lathe of he- Heaven? Were you wrestling before you got into? No, no. Oh, let me go back. But oh, okay. So here I am in the middle of the ra- working on the. Okay, this this was the genesis. That started my uh, uh, linear progression in show business. Okay, mm-hmm. uh, I was laid off from the railroad. I was uh, uh, bailing hay for a local farmer. 
she happened to be the artistic director of our local community theater. Uh, I don't know how y'all do it where you're from, but up here, we always stop and have a big, massive lunch, you know. Uh, uh, and then, you you know, you, you lay down for a little bit under the shade tree and drink milk right from the right from the cooler and stuff like that. Anyway, the woman, her name was Bonnie. She goes, all right, you're going to be in my next and I said, well, okay, Bonnie, if that's okay, that's fine. I'd, I'd like to do that. Uh, from there, I met a college professor who was the chairman of the drama department. Uh, he invited me to come to the college, do a play. That's how I found out about the, uh, the uh, uh, Cleveland Playhouse Summer School. I went to that. Uh, one of the instructors at the, at, the, uh, at the summer school turned me on to the, the League of Outdoor Drama. Uh, if, if you've never been to an outdoor drama, I suggest you go. They're like live movies. That's awesome. And, uh, I, so I, I went and auditioned, and uh, I got offered a, I got offered a, a couple of parts. I offered a couple of different parts at different theaters around the country. I chose Texas, a brand new, for two reasons. They were opening up a brand new theater, and I'd never been to Texas. So that got me down to Texas. That got... Uh, uh, that led to me moving, eventually moving to Dallas and getting my first agent, doing uh, uh, the Lathe of Heaven while I was in Dallas, uh, and then I just kept, you know, uh, uh, the building block, you know, stepping up on the on the building blocks of a career. Just doing just doing plays and stuff, and then you started getting other parts, other places. Doing play, okay. Doing plays now. Here I'm gonna I'm gonna drop a horror. I'm going to drop a horror H-bomb on you. Okay. Uh, uh, so after I spent a couple of years in Texas doing an outdoor uh, uh, theater, and I'm telling you, man, I'm not kidding. Thing, we had, we had uh, you know, cavalry charges, cannons, you know, all kinds of stuff. It was cool, man. Uh, but I, I read in a trade paper that a that a show, uh, an outdoor theater and in Chillicothe, Ohio, brought in a Hollywood stuntman to coordinate the, uh, the, the, the the stage fights for this play. I said, well, there it is, because I'd always wanted to be a stuntman. And uh, I, I so I went up there unannounced, uh, went in, got hired, and uh, it turns out that the stuntman was Jim Winburn. Does that name ring a bell with anybody? Uh, I'm probably not off the top of my head, but I probably do know who it is. Well, you might remember him as the stuntman who uh, uh, went off the the uh, balcony in Halloween. Uh, I got you. That's, ah. that's so. So you met so him. He, he came down there. He was down there, yeah. Uh, and I don't. I didn't even know he had any. Uh, he had any connection to Halloween? I just knew he. I, he was a Hollywood stuntman, and that was going to be my end, man. So, you know, I'm pretty handy, so he and I got along real well. And I wasn't making enough money in the theater, so I went out and got a day job on the railroad. <laughs> so I would come straight from the railroad in my bib overhauls and all all greasy and dirty, you know, from creosote, and uh, grab my, grab my uh, tomahawk and my war club and jump right into the fight scenes and stuff, you know, rehearsal for fight scenes and stuff, and... You know, so it was uh, it was pretty cool. Anyway, so we remained friends, 
when I, when I moved, you know, when I finally made the move to California, I, I, I visited him at his office. We, we, you know, we kept in contact. And then uh, one day I get a call uh, from Jim Winburn. Hey, all right, a friend of mine's producing a movie, wants to see you for a part in it. You got, you got to drive on past in Paramount Studios, whatever day it was. Uh, that movie happened to be uh, uh, Friday the 13th, number six. Oh, wow. And they were looking at me for the part of Jason. That They had hired a guy. Uh, I'm not talking out of school. You can look it up. Uh, his name is Dan Bradley. Uh, they weren't happy with what he was doing with the character. So they wanted to replace him. Now, I think that's okay for Dan Bradley. Uh, because he went on to become one of the biggest stunt coordinators in the business. Uh Right off the top of my head, uh, stunt coordinator for Independence Day, um, many, many, many other big movies. So you know, they uh, it didn't hurt his career at all. Um, <laughs> he wasn't too sad uh, about it. Uh huh. I said, yeah, he wasn't too sad about it. <laughs> yeah, no, uh, and uh, so it, it, it came down to me and one other guy. And like I said, you know, I've always had an affinity for stuntmen, so I hit it off with the stunt coordinator from Mike Nomad, the stunt coordinator from uh, Friday 13th, number six. Hit it off with him real good. And, you know, uh, now uh, Tom McLaughlin claims he never met me, but I thought I, I, I thought I met him. But, but that's beside the point. It was between me and another guy. Finally, Mike Nomad calls me up one day and says, hey, they, I, I was rooting for you, but they went with the other guy. And I, I was I was broken hearted. I was sick to my stomach because remember this is pre Chainsaw Three. Yeah, yeah. And this was going to be my big break, man. I, I knew it. I I remember that morning. I was so uh, torqued up, so excited uh, that I almost puked brushing my teeth because <laughs> I knew this was a I knew this was a pretty big opportunity, and uh, I didn't get it. And man, I was bummed out. But. Uh, in the meantime, Jim Woodenburn calls me back up. He says, "Hey, all right, uh, uh, they 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 do a, you know they do those live action shows over at Universal Studios." Mm-hmm. He said, "I, I told them they, they want to take a look at you. They want to take a look at you for uh, a, a, a part of a a, a leader of a, par, a paramilitary bounty hunters, uh, and it's a live stage show." So I went in and uh, got I got that part, and spent nine months uh, working a live action show, eighteen live action show at Universal Studios. It was very cool. And uh, in the meantime, you know, I'm plucking along. I'm getting you know little little parts here and there. You know, I'm a day player. Uh, maybe a couple days on a movie or whatever. Yeah. And, so, I've always been a weightlifter. I've always been a, uh, a uh, motorcycle rider. So, fast forward several years. I've, I've already done Chainsaw Three. Uh, things are going okay. I'm training at the world. I'm training at the world famous Gold's Gym in North Hollywood, California, brother. Uh, <laughs> yes. uh, hanging and banging, crashing and bashing. So, <laughs> there was this other big guy. And he was a good weightlifter, and he rode a Harley too. So it was always, you know. Hey man, how you doing? Hey man, how you doing? Hey man, saw you lifted. You were looking good, brother. Hey, thanks, brother. 
When you save on auto insurance for driving safe with USAA SafePilot, you'll feel like a big deal. Even in a traffic jam. Save up to 30% with USAA SafePilot. Restrictions apply. Well, well, well. Shopping for a car? Yep. Carvana made financing a car as smooth as can be. Oh, yeah? I got pre-qualified instantly and had real terms personalized just for me. Hmm, doesn't get much smoother than that. Well, I got to browse thousands of car options on Carvana, all within my budget. Doesn't get much smoother than that. It does. I actually wanted a car that seemed out of my range, but I was able to add a cosigner and found my dream car. It doesn't get much... Oh, it gets smoother. It's getting delivered tomorrow. Visit Carvana.com or download the app to get pre-qualified today. Yeah. <laughs> yep. never, never introduced ourselves. It was just always, hey, thanks, sounding good. Yeah, bro. Thanks, yeah. You should look good, bro. Yeah, thanks, bro. <laughs> you know, so one day... We're both in the gym, and uh, I hear somebody go, hey, CJ. And, it, you know, it was CJ Graham. Oh, wow. And uh, I'd known that, I know, I you know, because I followed, when uh, when number six came out, uh, 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 Friday 13th, number six, I, I made sure to find out who be, who stole my part, right? The guy who took my job. <laughs> Yeah, and not only did he take my job, but the son of a bitch, he, he, he's using the initials just like me. He's stealing my gimmick. <laughs> <laughs> but by then, I, you know, by the, but that that was many years ago, and then I, I you know, I, I kind of, I, I let I let bygones be bygones once I, I I got the part of Leatherface. Anyway, so here we, but so years later, here we are at the gym. I hear somebody say, "Hey, CJ," and it's 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 my big buddy, my biker buddy. I throw my shit out. I throw my shit down, and I walk over to him, and I get right in his face. I go, "Is your name C.J. Graham?" And he looks at me, and goes, "Yeah, why?" I said, "Because I've hated your guts for ten years." <laughs> <laughs> That's crazy. <laughs> and from from that point on, we were buddies. <laughs> Leatherface and Jason Voorhees were working out together, and didn't even know it. Yeah. Yep. So, <laughs> Oh. Robert England uh, is in the corner crying, like, why can't I hang out with you guys? I just, I want to lift some weights. <laughs> uh, uh, I don't know about that. I never <laughs> saw him at the gym. <laughs> well, yeah. I, don't think, I don't think anybody has. Yeah. No, but he's, I'll tell you what, he's fun to be around when it comes to food, man. He knows his way around, he knows his way around uh, good food. That's so crazy. That's so funny. You guys are just... Throwing it up, and you're like, "Wait a minute, you're that motherfucker." <laughs> Your bike sounds good, but fuck you. You made me cry like ten years ago. Dude. Yeah, <laughs> broke my heart. That's funny. No, I didn't. Cr- I didn't I, cry. I'm kidding. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Everyone, he did. I was joking. You better check yourself. <laughs> That's awesome, though. Pissed. That's crazy. I was just pissed off. I was just pissed off. I was you went home and punched a hole in the wall. Oh, I bet. Yeah, with my head. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so. Backing up just a little bit, um, obviously you know you you were you, you started doing the play stuff and the live plays and you're and you're getting like I guess smaller parts and some movies, um, and then and my my favorite my favorite RA scene is uh, you towing Corey Hames' uh, car and license to drive and getting paid your eighty bucks. Hmm? Oh, you know, for eighty bucks. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, you're not going to believe this. I actually said that last night. Yeah. Uh, my niece's boyfriend, you know, we, we, we were all having dinner up at my brother's house. And after dinner, he goes, hey, uh, 
I had I had Adrian uh, watch License to Drive, <laughs> and I went free. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. That's it's, and it's great. Yeah. So uh, that was that was that was I was on that show for two days. I was only scheduled to be on it for one, uh, but then we were sitting around base camp and. The stunt coordinator, I think if I remember right, his name was Joe Dunn. He heard me say that I needed to have one. I needed I needed to work one more day to qualify for my insurance. She goes, "You need to work." He was an English major. You need to work one more day to qualify for your insurance. Just hold up a minute. Hey, uh, we're gonna have to bring him in for another day. Well, that was nice for him. Of him. Yeah, it was very cool. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> So, uh, but Corey Haim, that was, Corey Haim just turned 16 on that movie. He invited me over to the Star Trainer because it was just him and me. We were the only, uh, one night we were the only actors and he invited me over to the Star Trailer and he was telling me he was all excited. He got his driver's license and he was getting, I suppose, I don't remember what kind of car he said because I'm, uh, it was, you know, some kind of Japanese car and I don't uh, that doesn't mean anything to me, but I, I suppose it was. It, it, it would probably be equivalent to a, a drifting car or whatever, you know, uh, yeah. nowadays. But he was all excited about it and stuff, and you know, good for him. But he was a cool kid, man. It's a cool. He was a cool kid. That's crazy. Yeah, rest in peace. Yeah. But uh, yeah, that was super. Yeah, I thought it's like that's like as like a. Just a small scene. It's like super iconic, though. It's hilarious. So then that after that, how does how do you get uh, cast as Leatherface? I mean, at this point, Chainsaw Three. I mean, Leatherface has already become a pretty iconic character. So how did that yep. whole uh, whole thing come about? Well, okay, let's go back to my earlier days, uh, and I'll draw the direct line for you. In my youth. Well, you know, when I wasn't when I wasn't reading Famous Monsters of Filmland, I was looking at those coffee table picture books that used to be real big, you know, uh, Life and Look and all that. You guys probably don't even know what those are, but that, uh, it was before the internet, and it was a month. They were monthly publications, and they were they were sort of like, like big big, well, big format life. National Geographic kind of, uh, and uh, I, I remember reading an article about. Some guy named uh, 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 Steven Spielberg, or no, George Lucas, I'm sorry, George Lucas, and uh, he, he had done this movie at the uh, uh, University of Southern California Film School called THX 1138, and he hired an actor, uh, Robert Duvall, I don't really know what happened to either of those guys, No, uh, you know, uh, <laughs> yeah. that's a they're, they're just point. a bunch of no names. I think they make but, B-rated movies now, dude. Yeah. Right. But here's the deal. So somehow that stuck in my mind. Uh, uh, oh, because I guess it was probably because with, you know they did they did this background because that couldn't have been because I was no. Anyway, it just stuck in my mind. USC USC was a a breeding ground for uh, uh, direct successful directors and actors. So as soon as I got to Southern California. Uh, I started doing uh, uh, student films down at USC. I figured, I figured if I did enough student films at USC, I would eventually run into uh, a, a George Lucas or a Steven Spielberg or 
you know the next big someone. director. Yeah, and and, uh, and that directly. So I did a student film called "Divided We We Fall." It was a Civil War picture. Uh, it was written and directed by two good. They weren't for, well. They, they're friends of mine now, but they weren't at the time. Uh, uh, Kevin Meyer and Jeff C. Burr. Uh, and as you may know, Jeff C. Burr was the director of Chainsaw 3. Mm-hmm. So we had remained, from that time on, we had remained friends. From the time we did the student film, we had remained friends. And, uh, you know, Jeff got that. I remember this, remember, this is before internet and all that stuff, but I read in the L.A. Sunday Times that uh, Jeff Burr was, had been hired to direct Chainsaw 3. And uh, you know, I went, oh boy! So uh, I got a, I got a hold of him. It was before cell phones too, and uh, he ran to a payphone. So yeah, I'm a cop right now. And uh, finally, I got word to him. You know, and uh, he called me in. Now, uh, little sidebar: uh, Jeff has a great knowledge and reverence for our business. And he offered the part to Gunner originally. Yeah. Well, and that's right and proper, you know. I mean, uh, absolutely, nothing wrong with that. Uh, uh, I think that, unfortunately for Gunner, but great for me, Gunner had a set of what most most by by industry standards were a very modest uh, set of requirements as far as you know money and and and, and perks. Uh, and New Line wouldn't budge, so uh, I left the part vacant. And I, I was literally the next, uh, the next logical choice among. Uh, I wasn't there. Uh, uh, everybody was at the Fourth of July party at Kevin Meyer's house. Uh, I had been at a Third of July party and hmm. <laughs> was was unable to make, make the trip out to Kevin Meyer's. Uh, but they were all standing around the bar and, you know, as film film geeks, and I say that with all uh, due respect and, and, and love, because uh, I am one myself. As film geeks do, when uh, they gather, they talk about everybody's projects. And it, it been that, it, that was the week that they announced Jeff getting the job. So I guess, you know, he told the tale about Gunner and, Next question was, well, who are you going to hire? And it was like, like almost like a unanimous vote that I was the next logical choice. That's crazy. What uh, did he call you like the next day when you were uh, able to answer the phone again? Like, how did that? How did that conversation go? Like, did you well freak out? I, or like... you know, I don't remember. All I remember is I don't know if I spoke to him or left him a message or what, but. I had, you know, my agent at the time, who was not a very uh, 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 good. Well, she was a good. She was a commercial agent, and com- and I found out many years later, commercial uh, commercials and theatrical films are like two completely different animals. And people that are very good in commercial, they, a, commercial agents maybe are very, you know, maybe very good in commercials, but they don't have the connections in film, and that was the situation. But she got me, you know, she did make some calls and she got me in. And I don't even know if I talked to Jeff Pryor, but I, I went into the I went into the interview. It was in a very small little office. 
and it was a Jeff. Uh, the casting director, I think it was Karen Ray, and the line producer, Bob Engelman. There was just the four of us. And we just chatted. And, uh, you know, it's impossible. There's no way you can uh, simulate your action on the set, you know? So it was basically just a little chat. And uh, at the end of our little chat, uh, Bob Engelman said, Jeff, is this who you want for the part? And Jeff said, yep. He said, all right. And they sent me out the door. And, uh, you know, I, I I didn't know if that was official or what, you know. So I kind of, I, 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 I sat down and pretended like I was tying my shoes, even though I was wearing cowboy boots. Hmm. Uh, <laughs> I was... I, I, I was stalling to hope to, that Jeff might pop out and I'd get a chance to talk to him. And he did pop out, and he gives me the, gives me a big smile and a thumbs up as he walks. I guess probably going to the bathroom or something. I don't know. And so I left, and then there, you know. But then I got you know, I got the official word through the agent that I got to part. That's so awesome. So yeah. So with something like that, you know, with a with such a already a big character. Um, I'm sure you knew it was already pretty iconic. You were a fan of Chainsaw Massacre and Leatherface. Did you know, like, that it would still be, like, such a huge thing, like, in general, and then especially for you, we're now celebrating the 30 years of uh, Leatherface and uh, Chainsaw 3. It's the 30-year anniversary of Chainsaw 3 and still doing conventions and appearances just for that one role that... You know what I'm saying? Like, did you have any idea what you were about to embark on at that moment? Uh, that, that's a uh, that is a two part question. Uh, <laughs> the the ancillary stuff, the 30th anniversary, the uh, uh, you know uh, personal appearances. I had no idea that that e- that world even existed. Okay, uh, I didn't even know. It took me th- uh, four or five years before I even uh, you know was contacted to make an, a personal appearance. So I didn't know anything about that world, but yes, as a fan, I knew that it was, uh, you know, I knew it was uh, going to be a big movie. The budget was for that kind of movie was fairly large. And I think it was like I, two million dollars or something. And also, I had signed a contract option to do three, four, and five. Oh wow! Uh, I, I, you know, I. I I had to wear my sunglasses all the time because I thought my future was so bright. You know. <laughs> yeah. And man, I was ready. I was gonna, you know, I knew it was a big deal. Uh, I, uh, I was ready. You know, I, I wanted to be the first one in history to do the role twice. I thought that would help uh, cement my position. You know, uh, you can never take anything away from the prior guys. Gunner's the original, and that that can never be uh, disputed. Uh, Bill Johnson's number two. That can never be disputed. But I thought coming in at number three, if I was the first one to do it twice, that would really uh, cement me, you know, right up there. But uh, as we know, New Line did not do, <coughs> the, the company that I worked for did not do four and five, so. Bastards. Uh, right. <laughs> yeah, so. Has there uh, ever been a, a time where someone uh, approached you to, to reprise? And, and or like even like do a cameo or something in one of the newer ones or anything like that. Well, you know when the, when they filmed uh, Next Generation, I was the reigning Leatherface, 
and I believe there might have been some uh, inquiries about me uh, doing the role again. Nothing official, nothing direct, but, you know, through the grapevine. But they made it, they shot at non-union in Texas, and I, I will I, I will not work non-union, you know? So, yeah, that's crazy. I couldn't, I, couldn't, I couldn't participate. Also, I'd heard, you know, he has to wear a dress and high heels and shit like that. <laughs> yeah, so, yeah, some of the, the visions of him have gotten a little weird. I mean, I, I get it. I get it. You know, it's written by Kim Hankel, the the next generation, and I get it. Uh, you know that that is a direct uh, callback to Ed Gein. You know, wearing women's clothes. I get that. Mm-hmm. But uh, the high heels and the fishnet stockings and stuff like that—that that was like, excessive. You know? it, was, it was a bit much. It was a bit much. Yeah. yeah I think he was so, wearing lipstick too in that. Yeah. I don't know. A formal offer was never made, but I let it know, be known through the grapevine that I wasn't uh, interested in participating. Yeah, <clears throat> that's crazy. But yeah, it's definitely iconic, an iconic movie, an iconic role. And yep. And then, and then when the 2003 remake, uh, you know, came. <laughs> Thanks for calling Discover. This is Anjali. Hi, it's Jennifer Coolidge. I just got an alert for a strange charge on my card. No problem. We make sure you're never held responsible for unauthorized purchases on your Discover card. Let's see. Did you purchase something from a t-shirt cannon store yesterday? Absolutely not. No, I already have like three. Zero dollar fraud liability guarantee. It pays to Discover. Learn more at discover.com slash credit card. Limitations apply. We made USAA insurance for veterans like James. When he found out how much USAA was helping members save, he said, It's time to switch. We'll help you find the right coverage at the right price. USAA. What you're made of, we're made for. Restrictions apply. I didn't, they didn't even call me in to see if I was still breathing. Boom. Zoom. Gone. Madness. And, uh, so... So I was I was pretty out pretty much out of the chainsaw business until uh, 2013. What are they going to do? Uh, uh, chainsaw 3D, and they're going to jump 30 years ahead. Okay. Well, in 2013, I can't remember exactly how old I would have been, but I would have been the perfect age to reprise the role. Uh, you know, let's assume that Leatherface in the original 1974. Leatherface is 18 to 25, maybe even 30. Add 30 years to that, make some, you know, late 50s, early 60s. I, I was the absolute perfect age uh, to reprise the role. And uh, I, I, lacked, I lacked any representation. I had no agent or anything at the time. And by the time I did get somebody to make a call on my behalf, it had already been cast. Damn. Damn. You know, yeah, with, that would have been pretty with, epic. With, yeah, that would have been cool. Yeah, with, with with Dan Yeager, who I call the new kid. <laughs> <laughs> Damn new kid. So, so that was that was my last. Uh, that was probably my last viable shot at uh, doing the character again. Yeah, that stinks. Um, I wanted to give a quick shout out to a movie you did. Right after Leatherface that I just discovered by doing research for this uh, interview. And uh, it's freaking 
amazing. It's called Adventures in Dinosaur City. And uh, <laughs> all of our labels are done. I watched it today on YouTube. It's free it's on YouTube. Mr. Big. Yes. It's, all of our stuff is dinosaurs, and I was like, oh, my God, this is great. <laughs> well, yeah, the guy that did the uh, animatronic heads also did them for the, the TV series Dinosaurs. I f- see, when I watched that, watched that movie, I was like, I feel like this is what led to that TV show, which is incredible. I love the TV yeah. show. Yeah, Not the mama. John Chris, was John Criswell coming to did the animatronic heads. Uh, I had a lot of fun doing that. Well, uh, let me just tell you straight up. I have a lot of fun working. So uh, I have a lot of fun anytime I'm on a set. And uh, I didn't mind. You know, it was, it, was a, it was a payday. And, you know, I got to hang out with cool people. Um, uh, so, yeah, I mean. No, it looked like fun. I, it was great. I literally watched it today. And it's like, well, it's like a cheesy yeah. kids movie with dinosaur people and they go to this other realm and it's, yes it's great <laughs> well at the, at the time I was hanging out with uh, uh, Jay Bernstein do you know who he is I, it sounds familiar but not off the top of my head uh, he was a mega manager he's the guy that uh, uh, got Farrah Fawcett to do that poster in the bathing suit oh wow um, you know, he's, uh, he repped a lot of people and I was in his circle at the time and we, we did a TV show, one of the nighttime TV shows and he goes, I want to introduce you to my bodyguard. <laughs> and, uh, um, oh, he's in a new movie called, uh, uh Dinosaur City and it's going to be the next big franchise, uh, like Mutant Ninja Turtles. <laughs> and, <laughs> uh, obviously that didn't happen either. <laughs> <laughs> No, but it's great. Everyone should check it out. I was going to buy it, and I saw it was free on YouTube. But everyone should buy it and support, but I'm just saying I watched it. Well, <laughs> watch it on YouTube. I don't give a shit. <laughs> uh, I'd, probably, I'd probably, for my participation in that movie, because of my billing and uh, days work and hours, you know, and all that stuff, I'd probably make about 30 cents <laughs> per, per, per video sale. Okay. But yeah, no, it's, 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 it's great. <laughs> um, but yeah, I definitely had to mention that. But another uh, a big iconic thing you did, uh, especially in the horror world, is you and our mutual friend, Mister Kane Hodder. You, you were in uh, Hatchet Two, and you guys had like the craziest, uh, craziest battle, and you got beheaded, and all kinds of freshness happened there. You were like, weren't you like the first guy to officially like fight Victor or something like? Was that that is a correct statement on your behalf. Yes. Uh, you know, they wrote that part especially for me, Adam Green, with 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 with, uh, with strong suggestion by Kane. Uh, Adam Green wrote that part especially for me. How how close was the character to me? Well, let me put it to you this way: when we were doing wardrobe, uh, the uh, wardrobe uh, girl called me up. And you know, she said, "Well, what do you, you know, what do you wear? What do you want to wear? And what do you, how do you see the character?" I said, "Well," I said, "You know, I'd like to wear bib overalls." And she goes, "Well, you can't do that because that's what Victor Crowley wears." And I said, "Well, how about you know, jeans and a work shirt and boots?" Yep, perfect. So for some reason, I don't remember why uh, she came over to my house and uh, with, with all the you know the wardrobe stuff, and uh, we never discussed. 
uh, brands or anything like that. But for the movie, she, she brought me the exact same brand of boots I wear every single stinking day. Hmm. Uh, you know, and let me put it this way: if I would have had three shirts uh, identical, I could have I could have costumed myself out of my own out of my own closet. Okay, <laughs> that's perfect. Uh, but uh, um, and and you, you know, my my my, my kind of like my affectation, my my trademark is I always wear sunglasses, even at the most inappropriate times, uh, and. Uh, so we went to the table read, and you know all the department heads were there and stuff like that. I had on a pair of silver sunglasses, and I get on the set. The prop mistress comes up to me, and what does she hand me? A pair of silver sunglasses. <laughs> so, That's yeah, it was, it was, and it was so much. Oh man, I'll tell you what. Like I said, I I, I love working, and I have so much fun when I'm on a movie set. But come on, me and Kane and Rick McCollum. Uh, 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 who else? Uh, Daniel Harris, Tony Todd, Mr. Tom Holland. That's what I call him because I think he's cool. Uh, uh, on Carl Beekler, may he rest in peace as well. Um, who else was on that show? Oh, the, the big scene in Reverend Zombie's uh, uh, shop where he's recruiting the hunters. Oh, yeah. That is it. That was an actor's wet dream. There were about uh, at least a half a dozen writer, writer, director, producers uh, being extras in that movie. That's crazy. Yeah, like a family affair. Mm-hmm. It was. It was. Uh, yeah, I'm trying right off the top of my head, and the audience was uh, uh, Mike Mendez, Dave Parker. Um, I think. Uh, Ryan Schiffman might have been there. Oh, uh, uh, Steve, Uncle Creepy Barton was there. Um, I'm trying to look at um, my um, um, Trauma. Yeah, Trauma Lloyd, Headman. Lloyd Kaufman. Uncle Lloydy. Lloyd Kaufman. Yep, Lloyd Kaufman was there. Uh, it, was, it was a pretty cool day. So. There's a ton of people. Yeah, that's awesome, man. That's. Yeah. But we had a lot of fun. Then we, you know, we went to New Orleans and had a blast. And uh, that was that was that was a lot of fun. That's super cool. So, uh so you and Kane and Rick are all you guys are all like really good friends, and you guys do the the Hollywood ghost hunter stuff as well, right? That is another correct statement on your behalf. How did, uh, how did all that come about? I can't. We talked to well, Kane like a, I guess it was like a year ago or so, and he we talked about it briefly, well, but. Uh, you, uh, I will tell you my perspective. You tell me if it matches what Kane said. Uh, from my, we were all we were doing a movie. <clears throat> we were doing a movie at the Shawshank Redemption Prison, and uh, um, well, I don't actually. I'd already been off the movie, <laughs> but uh, according to Rick, he asked Kane or Kane asked Rick, you know, during some downtime. Hey, let's go. You know, let's. Let's, let's go hunt this place. It's supposed to be haunted. And Kane was, yeah, let's go, man. And uh, according, here's according to Rick. So Rick says, you know, I, I've been ghost hunting with a lot of people. I can never find anybody that will uh, stay with me. And everybody uh, chickens out and runs away. And uh, we were, you know, 
Kane, we, Kane and uh, uh, Rick were, you know, deep in the bowels of the prison, and we saw something. <laughs> and I, I, I turned over, I, I looked over at Kane to say something to Kane, and Kane was gone. And Rick says, "Oh, damn it! I lost another gun <laughs> hunting partner." And, and, and he goes, but he said, I looked back, and Kane was running toward the entity. Uh, <laughs> so, so that was that was the beginning of Hollywood Ghost Hunters. Uh, I will take credit for this. Uh, I came up with the uh, original concept of that movie, uh, uh, Fallen Angels. Me and a, a friend of mine from Ohio named Myron St. John, we came up with the original concept. Uh, but somebody, you know, uh, the movie that's on the screen is not our original concept. But anyway, not, uh, so anyway, well, here's the deal. Kane and Rick are stuntmen, right? Mm-hmm. They must have looked in the mirror and decided they needed a pretty face to, uh, you know, join the group. And that's why they, and that's why they invited me. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that's what he said too. Uh, yeah, I heard that. Yeah, <laughs> pretty sure. Pretty sure that's what he told us. <laughs> I, I, I'm the eye candy of the group. Yeah. <laughs> like we're just a bunch of stunt man. We need to. Yeah, that's exactly what he said. We need someone more attractive. Yep. We're gonna have Hollywood yep. in our name. We need a Hollywood person. We need a handsome act. We need a we need a handsome actor. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Who better than Leatherface? <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, so that, yeah. So that's how the group got started. That's and awesome. and so because I was in that group with those guys, we we did a big ghost hunt up at the Omen House. You know, that's the one that's supposed to have Sharon Tate and all those people floating mm-hmm. around. And Adam Green came up with us, and uh, it was and that night is when Kane pitched him. As we were walking up the steps, uh, uh, Kane said, "Hey, hey, Adam, we need to get RA and hatch you too." And you know, it happened. <laughs> That's crazy. So, and I know you guys did the you guys had a, an appearance on was it the Ghost Hunters? It was Ghost Adventures. Ghost Adventures. Yeah, and yeah. I know even Kane had talked about how you guys were. There's a possibility, hopefully someday, maybe at some point of like making your guys' thing a show. Is is there any more been any efforts towards that or any You know, it, it there's there's a lot of mystery there's a lot of question marks and mysteries in my life that I can't figure out what went wrong. <laughs> but that to me is one of the biggest ones. Why we do not have our own show I have no stinking idea. It, it seems to me like it would be a uh, a no brainer, uh, an automatic, uh, you know, green light. But uh, it hasn't happened yet. Terrible. Are you guys still actively hunting together? Well, I mean, minus COVID but, stuff, but you know, have, yeah. But, well, you know, we all travel so much to. Separately, you know, and uh, I'm based here in, in, in PA now, and uh, it's very difficult for us to uh, get together, especially when we're self-financing everything, you know. Mm-hmm. So we haven't done it in a long time, quite a while. Uh, I'm ready. I'm ready to get in that trench, man, and I'm ready to, you know, start working on a series anytime. Anytime, anytime any production company wants to grab it and run with it, I'm there. You know. Listen up, people. 
As soon as this COVID yeah. shit goes away, we got the new Ghostbusters ready to <laughs> take on them, <laughs> take on all them COVID ghosts. Yeah. Yep. Well, you know, in Hollywood Ghost Hunters, you know our motto, right? No. <clears throat> what is that? Well, I will tell you. <laughs> Hollywood Ghost Hollywood Ghost Hunters. If you run, you're done. Mm, yeah, that's a good motto. That's great. You know, so, would, and so sounds so, like a movie I want to watch. Yeah. Expand, expanding on that motto, I, I have taken to calling myself the pit bull of the paranormal. <laughs> I see that. That's awesome. Uh, there should I, be a I, movie. Yeah. There should just be a movie based on you guys now this, at this point. Just three horror icons just angrily yelling at and chasing down ghosts <laughs> to right. beat their ass. Oh, 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 <laughs> You know, but the, but the ghosts are like badass uh, sons of bitches, like the ghosts in uh, Thirteen Ghosts. Yeah, yeah. maybe even you know, like more. You know, there we, like go. We, have to, we, have to, we have to fight them with you know axes and clubs and spears and stuff like that. And, <laughs> yes, yeah. yes, that would but, be awesome. Uh, oh, absolutely, this is fantastic. It, it would be. Um, Okay, okay, like a, that would be a great uh-huh. spinoff from 13 Ghosts. Just like, oh shit, this house is fucked up. We have to call these guys to come in like and beat the shit out of these ghosts. Though, yeah. For sure. Oh yeah. Ari would have like chains. <laughs> Kane would just have like a machete. Yeah. Because that's what uh, two, two machetes. If you, if, you look at, if, you look at the, uh, if you look at our intro on that episode of Ghost Adventures, we're walking down an alley. Uh, uh, Rick's, got a, uh, Rick's got a mace. Uh, Perfect. Kane's got two machetes, and I've got a I've got a uh, uh, spike studded club. <laughs> yeah, I actually recently just watched that episode, and uh, yeah, it was it was hilarious because you know they did the intro shots of you walking down the alley and all that stuff, and then the next yeah. scene it was you know they put Zach and the crew in front of you. And it went from two, like three big badass dudes to Zach with his little shortest, short ass, just just cheesing, just cheesing, and you guys just looking badass and mean, and he's just like, <laughs> oh, he, he, hey, he's a good guy, man. I gotta tell you, uh, he treated us like you know, like like family, and uh, I don't. Uh, I like him a lot. Well, uh, that's uh, good to hear because I'm a big fan of that show, and I know my, you know, fiance she she loves that show. So, well, let me let me let me tell you this. You know, a couple of years after we did that uh, episode, Rick and I were down at uh, uh, an event at the Queen Mary, and uh, uh, Zach was there. He invited thirteen. Thanks for calling Discover. This is Anjali. Hi, it's Jennifer Coolidge. I just got an alert for a strange charge on my card. No problem. We make sure you're never held responsible for unauthorized purchases on your Discover card. Let's see. Did you purchase something from a t-shirt cannon store yesterday? Absolutely not. No, I already have like three. Zero dollar fraud liability guarantee. It pays to Discover. Learn more at discover.com slash credit card. Limitations apply. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Any of us out for dinner and picked up the tab for all of us. 
Oh, wow. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know. Uh, Is he a, an eccentric person off the camera? Because I feel like he he's a little, like, off. And the, the older he gets, like, he, he just seems like that type of guy. He's just kind of, he seems nice, but he seems, you know, it's like that guy, yeah, he's he's weird. <laughs> well, I can't, I can't speak to that because the truth of the matter is uh, I didn't I didn't spend a whole lot of uh, up close and personal time with him uh, when we shot the episode. And at, at, at uh, you know, at, at the paranormal event, it's very difficult to engage in any kind of meaningful Right yeah, when when people are buzzing around, uh, I thought the coolest thing was that when they made the parallel uh, between Kane and Zach, uh, Rick and Nick, and me and Aaron. <laughs> yeah, I thought that was cool. That's awesome. Hopefully, man. Hopefully, someone will pick. Hopefully, you guys get back together and start doing stuff, and somebody uh, picks that up. I'm ready. That would be. I'm ready. That would definitely when you guys were investigating before, did were you recording it or was it just you guys going on investigations? Oh, um, you know that's a damn good question, and I can't answer that. I no, I don't. Uh, you mean on our own as Hollywood Ghost Hunters? Yeah. No, I don't think we had a camera crew. I don't know if anybody, had, you know, was recording on the cell phone. I know we. I, okay, let me. I know we didn't have a camera crew. Yeah. Uh, you know, one one time we went back to the Omen. Uh, uh, Chris Moon, the uh, the editor of uh, Damn it, I can't remember the name. Uh, Haunted America or, or a big paranormal magazine. Mm-hmm. He want he he got a hold of Rick and said, "Man, I want to come out and go to the Omen House with you guys." So we, you know, we went to the Omen House. Uh, he wrote a very, you know, very good article about the evening, but I, I don't think there was anything on film per se. Ah, okay. Because I, yeah, because I know that you said it's it's difficult now because you guys travel so much and all that stuff. But like, if you guys were to get together, you know, here and there, I mean, you guys could start your own YouTube and you know start filming episodes for YouTube. Hell yeah. Well, I hadn't thought about that. Either. I'm of that generation. I don't even barely know what YouTube is. <laughs> Just find some young kid who's a fan of Leatherface. He'll probably come out and do it for free. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then uh, if it starts making money, throw him a couple bucks, and then you'll be good to go. Yep. <laughs> I'll take I'll take that under advisement, fellas. I mean, <laughs> that could really happen. Yeah, it um, could. Grape Joe in our chat room wanted to know if you were able to keep a chainsaw. Who wanted to know that? Uh, Grape Joe. One of our listeners. Oh, one of your listeners? Yeah, he's in the chat. The answer is, but the answer is <clears throat> no. And why? Because I thought, go back to the com- earlier part of the conversation, I thought <clears throat> the saw would go in a warehouse and a year or two later <clears throat> would come back out for, uh, num- you know, Texas Chainsaw Massacre number four. So I, I didn't even think uh, of getting the saw. And quite frankly, had no idea what happened to it uh, until several years later, when I was at a Fang a Fangoria show uh, in in Burbank, and a guy came up to me and he said, "You know, I, I, I was a, a, a PA, uh, you know, a production assistant on 
of Chainsaw Three, and he had he had, he had worked his way up through the system, and he was he was he was a he is a, a, a kind of a big deal producer now. He goes, I've, I've got the chainsaw, <clears throat> and I said, How did you get it? He goes, oh, I walked in the office one day, saw it sitting in the corner, asked them what they were going to do with it. They said nothing. He said, Can I have it? Yeah, take it. Holy basically. Shit. That's fucking and, cool. So he had it for several years. And then, uh, fast forward uh, two or three years after that conversation, I'm, bo- I'm booked to do a uh, an appearance at a haunted attraction in South Carolina. And the promoter you know, calls me up and says, Hey, uh, a friend of mine owns uh, the original chainsaw. Would you... Uh, be willing to meet him and, and you know take pictures with him. I said sure, fine. And so the guy brought it. And uh, as far as I can tell, it's you know the his uh, story of how he uh, of acquisition and the chain of title and all that stuff uh, pretty much jived with uh, everything I know. You know, and uh, so he got it. And uh, you know, I won't say how much he paid for it, but. Uh, it was more than I would have. I'll tell you that. I'll <laughs> bet. I'll bet. That's now, cool. was that now? Where did the one come from? Because I had met you at Astronomicon a couple of years ago, and you had the chainsaw there, the with the one with the insignia on the blade and all that stuff. The the. Sh- that, let me think about that. I think yeah, that might have been that was the original. That was the real one. Okay, so had were you is, were you borrowing it or or yeah. Yeah, 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 because the guy that owns it was there. He had a booth there. Okay, all right. Yeah, it was a separate booth. Yeah, yeah it was yeah, a separate yeah. booth. Yeah, because I remember that I saw that, and it was it was a you know it was on my bucket list. To, the guy's uh, trying to, to get his money back. I, well, yeah. <laughs> well, I I've always wanted to have that saw, and but it was on my bucket list, and I saw it. And I was like, I was so excited that they let me pick it up and hold it, and I was like, this is the fucking coolest thing ever. This is because I. I love Leatherface is my favorite horror movie character, and so like to be able to hold the most iconic saw in that entire series is fa- it, it just blew my mind. I was I was geeking out. Uh, I was like I was like you you be, he, I was sitting there looking at him talking to the guy, and he goes, "You want to pick it up?" I go, "You fucking kidding me? You goddamn right I do." <laughs> Hell yeah! Just throw everything yeah. on the ground. I was like, Let me pick this bastard up. <laughs> this thing is heavy. Yeah, and the reason he was there was because we were doing a a. a uh a, a costume photo op. So yeah, so yep. his family. Yeah, uh, and mm-hmm. that that guy, Jason Guy, is his name. He also he also owns Nubbins from, uh, I guess, from the original. I think, isn't it? Oh yeah, that little the little dude or whatever the like uh, yeah dead thing the dead grandpa or whatever. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I don't yeah. know. I I know yeah, I, I recognize I, it, but I don't know. Yeah, it's just like <laughs> a decayed body guy. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's cool. Yeah, that's awesome. He's a big fan. Um, yeah, yeah, he's, he's a big time collector. That's for sure. So uh, I got a couple more questions for you, and then we'll uh, let you get back to your day, man. Uh, Brute night, Bronson, night the Iron it's City night. Savage. Brute Bronson, the Iron City Savage, three hundred pounds of coiled steel and sex appeal. I don't think you know who you're talking to, brother. <laughs> right now, men fear me. Women love me. Children adore me. I will have the championship belt. <laughs> That's all I needed. <laughs> That's all I needed. Um, and 
Yes. What do you want to know about Bruce Bronson? Um, obviously he's an amazing, iconic character now. But uh, could we ever see a return of the uh, the Savage? Well, you know what? Uh, are you boys sitting down? Yeah. Yes. Okay. Several years ago, I came up with an idea for a movie about a beat-up, broke-down, former, you know, wrestling superstar who is now geeking out a living, you know, doing the independent circuit and kind of fading into obscurity. Does that sound like a, uh, like a, uh, Mickey Rourke. A plot. Sound a little, you know, a little familiar. Yeah, okay, well, let me tell you this. My story came, was put together before that movie was ever written. Uh, and uh, so I, I got with a writer. Uh, we, we, we wrote it. I still have thoughts about doing it as a stage play. Uh, but so, yeah, we wrote a script. Or I should say the writer took my, my idea and wrote a, a script. That's pretty damn good. Uh, I wanted it to be... I wanted it to be like uh, uh, like uh, Sid and Nancy of wrestling, you know, with him dying uh, of uh, you know dying in a cheap hotel at the end of the movie, mm-hmm. and then one day at a uh, another Fangoria convention. This one was in Pasadena. Uh, I, I, re- I, I, I started talking to my friend Darren Scott of uh, uh, Tales from the Hood uh, fame. Mm-hmm. I said, Darren. I said, me and Chris have this project, you know, and would, would you be would you be interested in producing it? And he said, well, let me take a look at it. And he said, I will produce it if you if you make it a comedy. He says, I, I can see this thing being the the uh, uh, spinal tap of professional wrestling. Mm-hmm. So we rewrote it and made it a comedy, and. Uh, we just never got any traction on it. Never was able to get it financed. And then, you know, out came uh, the wrestler and kind of, kind of killed that project in the in the uh, in the middle. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> well, I mean, yeah. but now because because now even though even though ours was written way before, uh, everybody would say ours was a uh, knockoff of uh, of the wrestler. So yep. yeah, yeah, probably going to make that. <sighs> You can make a movie about the same thing, and it could be totally different. You want? You want to hear how that all, this whole idea came about? Huh? Sure. Yeah. Well, first of all, first of all, let me tell you how Brute Bronson was born. Uh, I was at a wrestling show put on by my friend Rick Grayson, the Equalizer, who just passed away recently. Rest in peace, Rick. Uh, I wasn't working. Uh, Tyler Maine was there. He wasn't working. Uh, Fred Olin Ray was working the match, you know, Fred Olin Ray, the director, he was actually working the match, uh, he got hurt, and Tyler Maine, who used to be, uh, 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 Kevin Nash's tag team partner in the old days, he, he filled in the rest of the show for, uh, for, uh, Fred Olin Ray, so, nice. after, I was like I said, I wasn't working, had nothing to do with the show, uh, but the uh, the safety the the safety rail was just uh, ropes uh, on stanchions, you know. Mm-hmm. They got knocked over, 
I, I, I don't remember how they got knocked over or what. Uh, but I said, well, shit, Rick's my friend, you know. I'm, uh, I'm, I'm going to help him out. So I, I went down, I climbed out of the bleachers and went down and started setting up the stanchions. I turn around, and I'm mobbed by kids. <laughs> <laughs> hey, are you going to fight today? Hey, I saw you on TV. Hey, who you trying this? And that exact moment is when Brute Bronson was born. I'd always thought about the idea of Brute. Uh, I used to see a, a, when I trained at a YMCA in Glendale, California, there used to be a, uh, on the bulletin board, there was a little article, uh, uh, Jack London, uh, and, and the, the character was a fighter, and they called him the Abysmal Brute. And I always liked that name, you know? Uh, so I always kept Brute in the back of my mind. And then all of a sudden, I'm besieged by these little kids. And I said, oh, Brute, 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 Brute <laughs> Just like that. So that's how he got born. And then, you know, I, I, may, I may have had my hair bleached uh, blonde by then. I'm not, I can't remember exactly. Uh, but anyway, you know, I, I, I decided to uh, 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 craft my persona as a as a low-rent Hulk Hogan. <laughs> And it actually worked. Uh, uh, I was, uh, I used to get, you know, I, uh, I used to get my gas at the uh, same gas station, you know, once a week, uh, stop and fill up and stuff like that. And one day the kid in the gas station comes out. Now, now I know for a fact, I remember for a fact, my hair was really long and bleach blonde, my beard was bleach blonde. Kid comes out and says, hey, mister, can I ask you a question? I said, yeah, kid, what do you want to know? He goes, did you have your face surgically altered to look like Hulk Hogan? <laughs> Hulk Hogan? I, I just I said, no. <laughs> yes. Yeah, yes, yes. <laughs> but, 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 but I think the reason I picked Bronson was because Hulk Hogan brute Bronson. <laughs> Great. Perfect. You gotta keep theme. It's the B yeah. version. Yep. Yeah. And then I... I met him. There used to, there is still. I, I used to go to it all the time, every year. There used to be, uh, there is a big uh, motorcycle uh, run at Harley Davidson Glendale called the Love Ride. I always used to go to it. I met Hulk there one day, and I walked up to him and I said, "Hey, man, I got to tell you, I think you're the best thing that ever happened to professional wrestling." And he goes, "Thanks, brother." And as I was walking, he goes, "Hey, brother, I need you on my tag team." <laughs> well, I. I I was waiting for him to call me. <laughs> Damn! But I found out. I found out. That's what he tells everybody. Hmm. But later that day, that later that day, I ended up hanging out with Bruce's Barber Beefcake. Uh, uh, you know, Brutus Barber Beefcake. Mm-hmm. But uh, have you? You've probably never seen this uh, Iron Sheik. He kind of promo. It was hilarious. You know, uh, uh, Gene Okerlund who I've actually had dinner with is the greatest guy in the world. Uh, but uh, uh, Gene Okerlund's doing the interview. Uh, Sheik, you're facing uh, Brutus the Barber Beefcake in Anaheim Stadium uh, next Saturday. Gene Lynn, let me tell you, the Brutus Barber Beefcake, I'm going to destroy him. There will be a, a thousand thousand Iranian peoples. <laughs> uh, Iron Sheik's funny, but, man. Yeah. Yeah, but so uh, yeah, I got to hang out with uh, uh, Bruce's 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 biscuit barber and hear the whole story about how he got his face mangled. Did he cut your hair? 
Hmm? Huh? Did he cut your hair? No. No. He he wasn't working his gimmick that day. He was just... (laughs) He left uh, his clippers at home. That's too bad. Yeah. Yeah. That's awesome, man. Yeah. It, uh... It was fun, but... So yeah, as far as Bruce Brown, uh, Bruce, 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 uh, I don't know if we'll ever hear anything more from him. Uh, uh, well, we'll keep the hope alive. All right. Lucky Land Casino asking people, "What's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky?" Lucky in line at the deli, I guess. Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. I appreciate that. Yeah, 100%. We'll keep the hope alive, man. Somebody will pick up the wrestler part two or something it'd be great yeah i'm down uh, i don't know <laughs> i don't know well we learned about a ton of iconic movies everybody needs to go check out dinosaur city obviously leatherface hatchet too all the other dope stuff um uh, advent- adventures in dinosaur city if you're googling it. that's right adventures in dinosaur city um tons of other great movies out there um and then you got you got some stuff coming up uh, obviously, there's probably not a ton of stuff with the COVID and stuff going on, but uh, I know there was a couple. One that you you were promoting for a while was the Ride Hard. That's did it come out this year? Or it's coming out this year. Damn it! I hope it's coming out this year. It's supposed to uh, come out this year. I know. I remember you were like excited about it a couple years ago, talking about it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't don't say that out too loud, you know, because that's not good when a movie doesn't come out within a year. But I, I just posted a picture from that this morning on the Facebook. Um, yes, uh, the producer, the, the, the executive producer, uh, he and I have become very good friends. And, uh, you know, he's he's actually, he was in the middle of producing another one the last time I talked to him. And uh, I hope it comes out. It, I, it's, I hope it comes out. I hope it's successful so we can reassemble and uh, make, a, make a sequel or a prequel. I don't care as long as I'm in it. Uh, it was a lot of fun, man. For me, for me personally, it it, it checked off so many uh, boxes in the plus column. Let's see, I got to go ride motorcycles in the desert. Check. Uh, I got to hang out with a motorcycle club, a real motorcycle club. Check. Uh, I got to shoot guns. Check. I got to terrorize t- uh, teenage girls and not go to jail. Check. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and. Uh, so yeah, uh, I'm 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 anxious to see it out there and find out what people think of it. Yeah, so hopefully, so everybody look forward to that. Hopefully, coming this year. I know a lot of things. Th- I mean, good or bad, regardless of what you know what's going on with the movie right now. A lot of things are on hold because of COVID. So, it could oh be man, I had, even if it's I not the three, reason, it's a good excuse. 
I had three three movies on book this year, uh, and they all you know have been postponed. You know. Yeah. Um, yeah, was it? We have the the Four Horsemen. Is yeah, that, and then uh, yep. Jasper is that? That's another one as well. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. Four Horsemen. We were going to shoot in. I can't remember if it was Spain or Portugal. It don't matter. I'll go over there <laughs> and drink <laughs> one uh, and and chase gypsy girls. Uh, I may never come back though. <laughs> but yeah, that we're supposed to shoot that in. Uh, like I said, either Spain or Portugal. I can't remember. Jasper was going was to shoot here and. In the East Coast, actually, which would have been cool. Uh, what else is on there? Four Horsemen, and those are the only ones I have. Is Four Horsemen and Jasper the only ones yeah. I knew about? Is there anything uh, that we may not know about that people can look forward to? Uh, no, <laughs> no. <laughs> that's what. That's what. So uh, that is what is so. Uh, well, I hate to use the word depressing. So disgusting about the. China virus 19 uh, you know every, everything came to a grinding halt yeah so well, you know. hopefully we're revving back up again but uh yeah when things yeah. start moving again man you're uh, you know you're, now you're officially part of the replicon family so uh you got some stuff going oh that's on. Fine. oh replica I thought I was a Republican that's all the whole reason I was gonna do this show <laughs> <laughs> I got one more for you before we let you go. Um, Lay it out. So essentially we asked all of our guests the same thing. We do a lot of musical guests and stuff like that. Um, I'm going to make yours a a two-parter since you're an actor. So essentially you got three records that you just could not live without. Maybe, you know, something that inspires you as as an actor in your career or, you know, that one record you go listen to when you're sad or when you're happy or whatever it may be three records that you just could not live without and then i'm going to double it for you and also say three films uh, okay as well um first record first album that comes to mind is johnny cash uh i can't remember the title but it's the one that has Folsom prison and uh ira hayes and all that stuff it, it's classic johnny cash uh love that album awesome. um um, I might have to stick completely to country. Uh, David Allen Coe. Huh. You don't have to call me darling. Darling. There you go. You know. I feel uh, like you. I feel like you listen to his uh, dirty albums or whatever. What? His- uh, you know, I didn't even know about those. But here, if you got a minute, let me tell you this. Uh, several years ago, I got invited to, uh, to uh, be a celebrity guest at a toy run in Florida. Right. Mm-hmm. And one of the one of the musical guests was David Allen Coe. Hey. And I, I was like, oh, I'm a celebrity guest. I get backstage passes and all that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I get to meet David Allen Coe. Yeah, yeah. Well, the whole event went, uh, and I I remember seeing I remember seeing this crazy looking biker with uh, uh sitting uh, sitting on a uh, a golf cart, right? And I'm, I think we made eye contact, even though we both had sunglasses on. 
I stared at him and he stared at me. But I was riding a bike and he was sitting on a golf cart. And uh, I said, that's a crazy looking biker, man. He's, you know. And then I was backstage and that crazy looking biker uh, in the golf cart went whizzing right by where I was sitting. Uh, I said, you know, that's a crazy looking biker, man. So I went up to the uh, the, 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 uh, the ticket office. Uh, I said, so, hey, man, uh, when do I get to meet David Allen Coe? Uh, oh, he already left. He's packed up and gone. And that crazy-looking biker on the golf cart was David Allen Coe. <laughs> That's crazy. I've missed him. Uh, so, okay, so Johnny Cash, David Allen Coe. Um, Music-wise, oh, boy. Uh, I don't know. I can't, say a, uh, I can't say a specific album, but I will pick another genre of blues I love blues so uh, that's going to have to suffice for the music movies um, you're not going to believe this uh, uh, The Searchers John Wayne uh, John Ford uh, epic John Ford directed epic starring John Wayne I watched that movie every time it's on uh, Fiddler on the Roof <laughs> Love that movie, uh, and actually, that was when I when I was pulled out of retirement by Bonnie, the the community theater director. That is the first play that I did as an adult. So maybe that has something uh, to do with it. And the third movie, um, it's not strictly a movie, but it, it's a, a miniseries. Uh, Mick Garris's uh, 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 The Stand. The, is that the, the the Stephen King made for TV movie thing? Yeah, uh-huh. that was good. That was awesome. I, Hell yeah, I, I, I love that. I, it's, to me, it's a movie. I don't care. I watch all my movies on TV anyway. So, uh, but yeah, I love. I watched The Stand. I think that was just an excellent movie. That's awesome. So, Absolutely, that's perfect. Yeah. Now, let me let me tell you about a couple of uh, lamented. Uh, Game of Thrones, man, I was totally oh, I, 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 I would have been happy to see that go on for many more seasons. Oh, I love that show. Yep. Uh, thankfully, I came late onto it, so like I was able to binge a lot of the seasons because I came in like right when they were airing the last season, so I was able wow. to you know watch a lot of it like real quick. And uh, yeah, no, that that was a phenomenal show. Yep. Um, that's one. I hate to say it, uh, I might, I may, they may, they may, they may pull my, they may pull my patch in, in the biker world, but I actually like Sons of Anarchy. <laughs> I love that show. Yeah, I, I love that show too. I, lo- I absolutely <laughs> loved it. Oh, fuck Jenna, uh, man. She was a bitch. <laughs> I, I liked her in the beginning, but goddamn, I hated her at the end. Yeah. You want to hear my Sons of Anarchy story? Sure. Yes. Okay, so... I run into a friend of mine at the supermarket. My, my, my friend got the, the breakdowns. Uh, uh, that's, you know, whenever they're casting something uh, out on the teletype or the whatever emails or whatever, they send out breakdowns. And it's a, it's a list of all the, all the projects that are being uh, put together and casting, you know, casting notices and everything. And my friend says, hey, all right, they're getting ready to do this biker series called Sons of Anarchy. You got to get your people on it. So I called up my manager at the time, and I, I won't say his name, but I said, hey, uh, 
It's got a hot tip for doing this uh, this biker uh, series of Friends of Anarchy. Uh, can you get me in on it? He goes, well, let me look on the breakdowns. And at that moment, at that particular moment in time, the only thing listed on the breakdowns was for uh, a uh, convenience, you know, hello, my friend, can I get you a Slurpee? <laughs> uh, he said, I don't, he says, all right, I don't really see anything except that. And I said, well, you know, keep an eye on it, you know. I assumed that he would do his due diligence uh, and perhaps pick up a phone and pitch me, you know. I mean, you would think that, I mean, that would make sense. That's what I, uh, I gotta tell you, I sh- I'm not saying I would have got cast in the series, but I sure as shit should have been in the room when they were casting it. That's a fact. Yeah. Yeah, no, yeah, no yeah. that doesn't make any sense. <laughs> what good is he then? Like, Well... So this, you know, the show premiered. I watched the premiere episode. The next day, I fired him. Ooh, hey, I don't blame you. I don't blame you. I mean, that was well deserved. <laughs> yep. So then I never got in on it. Never got in on it. And uh, yeah, I think you would have fit the, a pretty good part in that too. Would have been great. Yeah. I'm, uh, I'm not. I'm not bragging. I'm just telling the truth, man. I would have been great in that. I'm just Carol. spitting facts. Anyway, um, any any last requests? Yeah, we do have one more question, or we do have another question in our chat room. It uh, <clears throat> it's asked if uh, you were disappointed with the theatrical cut of Leatherface. They heard that there was a bunch of changes. Yeah. Um. Personally, artistically, I was not disappointed by the the, the cuts. Uh, um, I was disappointed by the, uh, the the reception of the film. You know, yeah. um, the we opened up the first week of January, which is the the graveyard uh, for movie release. It, our original release date was November 3rd, 1989. I, I am positive if we if we had opened the movie on its original release date, you know, three days after Halloween, I'm sure we would have been in the top ten and most likely the top five. Uh, so that that was the disappointment for me. Uh, you know. Yeah, I could see that being a disappointment. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, if it, if it were open bigger, then New Line would have been, uh, uh, you know, encouraged to do four and five. Yeah. You know? Was it just delays in production that pushed the release date back? It, no, it was because of the MPAA and all their excessive demands. You know, Jeff would, Jeff would edit the film, he'd submit it to them, They'd come back with more bullshit uh, editing, uh, and went back and forth like that. And it was it was such a uh, a uh, contentious and nitpicking process that they wouldn't they wouldn't sign off on the film uh, before you know uh, uh, in time for us to have our original release date. And and New Line wouldn't release it unrated because you know they wanted to have a wide release and uh, NC seventeen. Or uh, at that time, it would have been an X rating. And by the way, a little bit of trivia: if you believe Wikipedia, Leatherface Texas Chainsaw Massacre Three is the last movie 
to get the official X rating before they change it to NC-17. Uh, huh. So, you've been, talk- you've been talking to an X-rated movie star Ooh. this whole time. <laughs> <laughs> we knew that, though. Girl, 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 <laughs> any girl listeners, did you hear that? I mean, he is the eye candy of Hollywood ho- ghost hunters, so... I'm just saying. That's why. Andy's X-rated. He's ready to do it all, baby. Yeah, I don't. I don't think if you would, if they were to submit all the old footage nowadays, it would probably go through with no problem. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. Absolutely, without question. They show birds uh, in PG-13 movies now. You know, right. Somebody, somebody in the, uh, somebody in the, uh, ratings board probably had a a, a hard on for somebody or something. I don't know. I, that could be it. I'm sure there's no a way to. No way to explain it. Uh, just another uh, an unfortunate set of circumstances. I'm surprised but, they didn't want to just push it back to the next fall season if they had to wait anyways. And then, you know, it timing is everything when it comes to a specific type of movie like that. Like, you would think that they'd just be like, well, fuck it, we're just going to wait, you know, until the next fall season and drop it then. Well, I, I, I don't think that that wasn't going to fit their strategy, and I'm going to tell you what I found out several years later there were a couple of very highly placed women in the New Line organization that wanted New Line to get out of the horror business so mm. they probably they probably pushed let's just let's just dump it and move on they had to make let's room for uh, the adventures of Dinosaur City coming soon yeah, yeah. So let's, let's 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 dump uh, uh, Chainsaw and move on to uh, uh, rom- rom-coms and uh, <laughs> you know Right. Uh, whatever. So. <laughs> whatever. Whatever bullshit they're doing now. Bastards. Yeah. But hey, that's what it is. You know, that's what it is. Uh, that's uh, showbiz, baby. You gotta. You gotta. You know. You gotta. You 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 can be bent, but just don't, don't break. Uh, roll with the punches. When what what's the other, what's some other uh, platitudes? And when life gives you lem- uh, lemons, make lemons. With the Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Lemonade, and uh, above all, and most importantly, fuck the world. Don't give a fuck. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. You know, uh, I'm, I'm, a, I'm above ground. I I, I uh, anticipate, you know, working again uh, sometime in the future. So, all is good. For uh, sure. Uh, don't take my last statement as a bit, as a bitter statement because. I'm not bitter a bit. I'm a very happy fellow. That's good to hear, man. And we look forward yes, to uh, to seeing more stuff from you in the future. Like I said before, man, officially welcome you to the Replicon Radio family. When new things are starting to come out, you got new projects you want to promote, let us know. 
you're always welcome here. We'll, we'll get the word out the best we can to to all of our listeners. Um, I know you're not a big social media guy or anything, but is there anywhere people can go to to try to stay in contact or know about uh, projects or anything coming out? I, I don't post uh, shit on Facebook, but I'm a, I read it all the time. You know, uh, so yeah, just let know, us know. And we'll 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 do our best to let the people know. All right, appreciate that. Um, yeah, I got a Twitter account, but I I, I couldn't figure out how to uh, log on to it. If my life, if somebody was sitting here with a gun at my head and mm-hmm. told me uh, I have to get on my Twitter account uh, to not get shot, well, <laughs> call the undertaker. Call, call call the undertaker. I'm a goner. <laughs> <laughs> that sucks. Well. But, uh, well, fellas, I appreciate you taking uh, an interest in having me on the show. Uh, you know, Freaky P, Big Roo, Dead Body Man. It's been a, it's been a, it's been a, 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 a real pleasure talking to you guys. Thank you. Thank well, you, sir. Same here. Thanks for coming on tonight and sharing your story. Absolutely, man. You bet. We appreciate bet. it. Faux show. You yeah. Bet. Very interesting. Definitely keep in touch and, uh, Hopefully we'll we'll talk again and we'll have tons of stuff to talk about in the future once uh, yes, the I'm world sure. resumes. You know, I'm looking. Who knows? Uh, you never know when I'll show up in the STL. Yeah, that is true. Hit, hit us up, man. If you're if you're in town, we'll. Uh, I don't know. We'll go. We'll hang out. We'll have a beer. In the famous words of in the famous words of my my old my old bro Pitbull, good deal. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect, man. All right, man. Well, yeah, it was a pleasure talking to you, and uh, hopefully, we'll keep in touch. Thank you so much. Thank you, fellas. Absolutely. It's been, a, been a real pleasure. Thank you. Uh, everybody else is tuned in. We will be back. We still got tons of show left. Um, if you're on the YouTube feed, it is going to stop because music doesn't play on YouTube. If you guys want to check out the audio break, what you do, just head on over to replicanradio.com, and we will be back to hang out with you guys some more after the uh, musical break. Yeah, yeah.
give you a glimpse inside of this vessel. I'm so new to what is special. My head is so content with no regret to really struggle. All the pain, all the trouble. Your happiness is a bubble that I gladly pop in and I dig a hole with a shovel. And watch it drop inside my head. It's like a puzzle. Like it or not, it's missing pieces and it's laid out on the table. I shot myself right in the temple. Or was it a thought? I can't decipher between what's real and what's not. Crazy thoughts still haunting me. I don't know if I'm out of my head. This way of life, no apologies. I don't know if I'm one of those dead people, people within my head. One of those dead people, people within my head. Of this 
split Cause ever since Twisted left the scene Been drooping at the tits And everybody's all contentious And the music went to shit But bitch, I'm too legit to quit I keep it moving in this bitch I'll make whoever talking shit About the juggalos, please Says nobody wants to I'ma take the juggalo lead I'm a juggalo G of the juggalo breed I'ma be the fucking hero That the juggalos need Where them pianos go? I got the underground pedigree The difference is the streets Fuck with me still heavily But this one's for the juggalos This one's for the clowns Been a long time Come and get wicked with me now, Shit in my famous, taking the world up out of my shoulders. I can't listen, running, blaming, never behind me, can't 
set it on fire to see the ashes. Uh, the scene to flee was bleak, but it was a piece of beast in me. Mr. Hyde and all my problems, never a thought to see. Living in squalor, no conscience to ponder what I need. Haunted by the ghosts up in the mirror, only fears me. Was looking at us at the bottom. Now I'm royally. Hit the brakes on the pedal. Now I'm guessing that you're royally. Right. 
Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry, we were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right, ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered ChumbaCasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Prove all my fears. And every single day, I would try to pray. I don't know the who, but maybe they take it all away and save myself. Red. I wanted my revenge, I'm thinking off with his head Now I gotta make him meet every word that he said 
bread. Hello, Ken. I see we started off wrong. Let me send you a picture in a thong. He was like, fine. Thanks for your time. I went above and beyond sent his ass nine. I thought he was happy. This little dumb guy. Apparently he wasn't because he didn't comply. Left up his comment and left up the score. Said he wanted his money back and I'm a fucking whore. Luckily, I know how to deal with these dudes. Made him an offer that he couldn't refuse. Sent him the Addy some suckies and way more. Told him he's about to get what he paid for. Do you still wanna fuck me? He said. 
I talk Boom. about something too. We're back. I, mean, I don't know what I want to talk. Hey, what's about. up, everybody? We're back. Hi. Something, something other, something that actually is like hello. Nice to talk. Hey, welcome back to the, from the musical break. Oh shit, we're back. If you guys are tuned in on YouTube, you're like, what the hell are you talking about? This is a brand new stream. Well, you could be right, but that's because you YouTube is be broken right. up into uh, you may be right. little pieces of stream now. So if you're tuning into this and you missed the dope ass interview with R A Me Hyloff, aka Leatherface, go back, check it out. Or check out the full stream over at replicanradio.com or all streaming platforms. That's yes. right. Yes, it was a good interview. It was dope, man. Yep. That dude was cool. He was super cool. So if you missed it, go back and uh, and check it out. And uh, we still got a we still got a whole show ahead of us, man. We do. We do. Normally, right now is when we're coming on with our guests. Yeah. Yep. We already got that out of the way. But we are stopping an hour early, right? A, half, a whole hour? Or a half hour. Damn, yeah. I think we should move our to our show times to, you know, that anyways. Because the thought of getting like being done at 9.30 is like, oh, it's like so much better. It oh. is a relief. But then trying to get started at 5.30 is like, fuck. I can do it. Well, yeah. You also get home from work at what, two? Like one, one or two, yeah. Yeah, see? I'm still working, bro. Yeah. I work them 10-hour days because I'm off on Friday. Oh, I go in really early on them long days. Like, I'll go in at like 3, 3.30, 4. Three. And off at 1? Mm-hmm. Yeah, see, I would one, do one, that, one, too. One, one, oh, it's fantastic. I love it. It, it. Nothing's better than be like getting off at like 1 or 2 and still having work, you know, 8, 9 hours, 10 hours that day. It's like, ah, sweet. I love being off early in the day. Bro, this motherfucker got wheelie bars on it. <laughs> a fucking golf cart. Yes, it has wheelie bars on it. That's owned by a fat man. <laughs> I'm guessing it's a racing. It's, That's so you can flip it, dog. It's a racing gas burner. No, I'm assuming it goes. I mean, if you're going to spend that much money, you might as well have fun with it. It's twelve hundred mm-hmm. bucks. Well, it's something. It's wrong with it. Then. Yeah, something's wrong with it. It doesn't say anything's wrong. It's probably got a weight limit, bro. Yeah, you. That's the that. problem with the electric ones is that they don't have no power. Yeah. Oh yeah, they do. Mm-mm. Well, I mean, no, if you get expensive ones, yeah, but like any like ones that I've had, like you you weigh them down too much, and them bitches are they're now fucking going. That's why you turn them up a little bit. Mm. Well, I've never been on a personally owned golf cart. You turn the ones up on the golf on a golf course too. Mm-hmm. You just flip open the seat. Mm-hmm. Why what? Just yelling at YouTube. To go faster, that's why you do that. I'm not worried about that. YouTube is still stupid. But the gas-powered ones are easier to take the governors off. Hello, governor. Mm -hmm. Make them go faster. Yeah, get it. Go fast. Drive, drive fast. Where the fuck is it? Oh, this motherfucker. You want to go to Jackson, Jackson, Tennessee? Yeah. Pick up a golf cart? Sure. How far is that? Like five hours drive, six hours drive. We can visit Jelly Roll over there. It's gotta be close. Yeah, we can do the interview. Yeah, let's do it. Tell me, get the camera crew ready. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry. Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Ch -ch 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 -
ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered ChumbaCasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby. Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Mm-hmm. Right. You got to have a vehicle that can uh, pull a golf cart. This is going to drive it back. Yeah, this one I probably I might have a little trouble on the roads with. <laughs> I don't think you can. You can. You can't drive them on the road. You need you lights. Drive, you can drive them in the subdivision and shit, but you can't go out on main roads. You probably. You I probably drove. We one. drove past your house the other day. Did you? Yeah. Well, your Was area. Your area. We didn't go. Was I home? To your street. But we were up in your area. Your area. Were we? we were. Sweet. We was rolling. We was there, man. We was rolling. Hell yeah. Um, With the top down, sleep back, rolling in the cat. So I want to. Obviously, you guys probably don't even know anything about it. So I want to tell you guys. I don't give a shit about it. I tune into Replicam Radio to fucking learn. This is why I'm here. So we're gonna learn. First, I want to do this. Let's talk about this. So we just talked to Leatherface. We did. With his uh, super awesome chainsaw that saw his family. So next week, we're gonna continue with the family tradition in October Mm -hmm. with the return. Of the Axis family. Oh. Alazul Ilu. Ooh. Back on Rufflecon Radio. Hell yeah. Next motherfucking Monday. Very excited oh, about that. What do you think about that? To have our brothers back. Can on, you believe there? the last time we had them on? Let's talk about this that. Like two years what, ago? What the other thing you wanted to talk about. Let's talk about that. We're not there yet. We're not there yet. We're not Why are you so mad at the insane clown posse, bro? I'm not mad. Maybe we I should talk about, that. about lies. Lies, well, lies, lies. Well, they've lied in the past, so Can I don't you give say a lies fuck. Lies quieter, God, you're hurting lies. my ears. <laughs> <laughs> lies, God, hear lies. For but anyway, TV. we haven't had Alazuli Lu on Replicon Radio since September 2018. Fucking, that was nuts. two years ago. That was two years ago. That's nuts. That was the third time we had him on. Well, you know, if you quit pissing fuck? them off, they might come on more. <laughs> no, <laughs> I'm that's just not kidding. True. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> That's why they're coming on more. Yeah. Yeah. We're going to rap battle. Hmm? Oh, yeah? yeah? I bet they win. I've been practicing. I bet they still I'm win. I'm like, yo. That's as far as I got. Yo. <laughs> this yo. is my yeah, flow. I couldn't get past. See? Yo, I got a flow. If you guys would help me, maybe I could do better. All I have is yo. <laughs> but yeah, man. It's going to be dope. The record comes out this Friday. Ooh. Then on Monday, they're going to be here. Ooh. And I bet they're going to talk about that record, too. We're going to talk about it. Oh, shit. We're going to talk all about it. I bet we're going to probably If you haven't, go get it right now. Mausoleum. It's up for pre-order still. All kinds of dope bundles still available at mnestore.com. That's because they make way too many bundles. They do. That's why they're all left. They should rename M&E Bundle. Which is good because like Bundle Town or some M&E shit. Bundles? M&E Bundles. Well, like I'm they glad. need to have a whole division. Yeah, I'm glad they're making more because usually they run out really fucking quick. They ran. I mean, they sold out the masks. Yeah, real quick. Oh, clearly. that's expected. But, you know what I mean? I feel the same way. I'm like, Jesus Christ, more fucking bundles. How many bundles? But then I see like the smaller uh, 
the even smaller underground labels like release shit like yeah. some of our homies and shit and it's like a week before like hey I got a new CD coming out next week I'm like what the fuck where's your bundles where's your I want a t-shirt and a sticker I want a fucking uh, cool toy or something like they don't get that and I'm like so then when they do it again I'm like oh thank god I get something cool yeah. like it's weird because that's how you sell people don't buy most people we're, I'm old so I still like having physical CDs but these kids don't buy that shit no more no. so you need bundles to sell anything or you're just fucking trying to get Spotify streams or whatever at this point so they just I, released a, a like a like a 15 off mask in like a private yeah, group forever yeah yeah Allie. Alex got one did she uh-huh. I thought about getting one just to get it but yeah it's cool because it's just a. It's like you know, it's one offs, yeah. and uh, I had it. I was there. It was available. I could have got oh, it. And I was like, I should buy this, but I'm like, I don't want to spend that kind of money. She's she's got a, a quite the collection well, of forever. She's super Zool. Oh yeah. No, I'm not. It's not that I'm not Zool, but oh look at that. That's I, I ordered this. That just popped up. I didn't know what it was. She got like. the cassette tapes things? too. Yeah, Tombstone. Yeah. That's pretty dope. Blaze's new album is up for pre-order, and they have tombstones for the like. How did they not have those ever before? Right? How has that never been a thing? That's cool. I was like, oh, that's dope. I gotta get it. I mean, they're cheap styrofoam Halloween decorations, but yeah, it looks like the ones you get from a Dollar Tree. Yeah, but that's still cool, Blaze, fuck, because it's like, custom. Yeah, he's your dead homie. Like, I but I have a graveyard in front of my house right now. You just put it. I'd put it right. You there. You could have one with your face on. It. Yep. Mm-hmm. You know I'm saying. Like, I mean, it, I mean, it's. I wouldn't even have to change it. Yeah. I'm saying. Yep. You'd have to change the name. I would. Your name is not Blaze, but no, nobody needs to know that. <laughs> but yeah, so those both of those. So the, uh, we can talk about that because this is Juggalo. Bla- I want to talk Blaze about the ICP 2.0. stuff. So Juggalo stuff is still related, whether you hate them or you don't, whichever side. Um, but yeah, so that's available for pre-order. Blaze's first album in like fucking four years. The new AXE, and then Twisted dropped a surprise Halloween album last Friday. It's already out. It came out. They announced it. It came out. And it's dope. Sweet. And they brought out their new toys, but those are already sold out. So sorry about that. I know somebody. They got them. Do you? Mm-hmm. Besides me? Yep. Sweet. You? No. Hmm? I slept. Did you? Mm-hmm. I got them. Did they look as dope as they did in the pictures? I mean, they haven't showed up yet. Oh. So I, w- I would assume they are the thing in the picture. Hopefully. If someone took a picture of them, I hope they're not different. Wouldn't that be weird well, if someone yeah, took no, a picture of you and you look different than you No, there was some the there was something that they had that looked really cool on the fucking computer, but then when they came they weren't so cool. Oh no. I don't remember what the fuck it was. Might have been them big old fucking masks they had. I don't know what the Man, fuck they were. Those which one? There's a twisted mask I need to get. If you guys have twisted masks, let me know I need one. It's the generation nightmare one. One of them sold out before I could get it. Now I have like one. One of two. That's aggravating. Isn't it so annoying? I'm like, there's two of them. I have one. (laughs) I've looked at this one way too many times. I need to look at the other one. (laughs) Right? I'm sure you can find one. Oh, I mean. Pay a lot for it. See, I'm not willing to do that. Like, there uh, was a couple passes that I wanted. Like, I'm not a pass. There's people that collect passes just just to have them. I don't do that. Like all access passes uh-huh. and shit. Yeah. I collect passes that are, I've gone to. That I've gotten. Not even that I've gone to. That that, sh- that, that either we had pressed to. Right. Or we worked at. Yeah, that's what I mean. Well, there's a handful of M&E shows where 
you know what I mean? I was invited to do press and we covered the show or whatever. And I didn't get a physical pass. I got a vinyl pass, like right. a paper pass. Right. So those passes I want because those were shows I was actually a part of and I got to do. And I've mentioned it to a couple people like who were selling them. I'm yeah. like, I'll, I'll buy it, but I won't <laughs> spend more than 20 bucks. Right. People are trying to sell passes for 50, 50 plus right. dollars. I'm like, I don't care that much. You know what I mean? Like I had the experience. It's just the idea of when I'm like 60, I still have that. I'll have that pass and be like, oh, I remember this one. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like 20 bucks is worth that memory. This was a wild night. I fell asleep but on I don't the want, stairs I in don't the hotel. To, yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I need that pass to remember that. Yeah. <laughs> Grandpa P, that sounds like a lot of your stories. Right. <laughs> but yeah, like I won't, but I won't overpay. Like, even though I want it, there's no, I'm not going to overpay for it because it's not, there's no reason for it. No reason for it. There's some things that I understand overpaying for, and I probably don't want those things, or I buy them in advance because I know it's going to be, you know what I mean? Like like these toys that they just dropped. They were limited to 750 They were 50 bucks for a pair. People are already reselling them for 100 easily. They're going to be worth way more than that. And I get it because they're limited. They're 750 they're, they're a collector's item. It's not a fucking plastic laminate. Shut up. <laughs> right. It's not even signed. Well, that makes things worth less. Not worthless, but worth less. Worth less. Nowadays, yeah. Yeah. Nobody wants a signature. Well, because it's so convenient. It's so easy to get. Mm-hmm. But, uh, but yeah, man. So ICP has been doing the House Party Peep Show Patreon for the whole month of October. <laughs> Thus far. What? Is that funny already? Uh, it is to him. I don't know why it's funny already. There's chat stuff. Well, what is happening? Yeah. Anyways, I'm sorry. Go ahead. ICP's house party pre- peep show. Let's talk about. It. Is that where we're at right now? Uh, yeah. Yeah. You, you oh. caught. You caught it now. I don't know what you mean no. to do that for. It just pops up on the screen. That's why I just sitting. Holy cow! Yeah. So, yeah Anyways, not gonna look at that. Um. Jesus. So yeah, it's been, it started. It was October. It's Patreon. We talked about it briefly before. You get your goodie bag. You get all your stuff. I got. Uh, Where's so, my goodie bag? Well, you didn't purchase the. You can still purchase it and watch everything. You can purchase it all the way up to Halloween Day. You get the real. You get to go back, watch all the streams. You get your bag. The bag's not coming till later because one of the segments of the show is you help ICP produce a song and or three songs maybe and they're all going to be on the uh, what? on a CD that's in the bag. So they're really actually doing something cool, maybe. I'm thoroughly enjoying it. I'm not gonna lie. Well, they've um, said that you could help them out before and then they never used anybody's ideas. Well, it's going to be like a live live, and the streams are they've had some issues. Don't get me wrong, they've definitely had some fucking issues, but. They have thus far they have followed through with everything promised. Alright, good. That's what I like. So to it hear. started with they did the juggalos against sanity. It was supposed to be ICP, Jump Steady, and Rude Boy. Rude Boy didn't show up. And then this wrestler dude Manny showed up. And he, he it's funny because he became like the butt of almost every joke. Um they had some audio issues. It wasn't that you couldn't hear him, it was just this shit going All right. on. And it was the first stream. They did it first. They they added it because the ICP seminar was the next stream. There was no issues with that one at all. 
And that was super dope. And that's I want to talk about that. That's the main thing I wanted to talk about is the seminar. Obviously, the seminar is always like the big deal. We didn't get one last year. Yeah, you did. You got dog beat. Or no, well, I guess this past year we didn't get Yeah, we got the dog beats performance. We didn't get notes. We didn't get... Yeah, this is... We didn't have a gathering this year. Right. So this was the ICP seminar. They would not give us a seminar two years in a row. So if you remember, this was live last week right at the end of our show. So they were doing that. They played a sample of a new song, which is actually premiering on Spotify and YouTube in 15 minutes. The first single off of the new Joker's card. Ooh. Um, yeah, I heard a little clip of it already. Yeah. But they got played. They played thir- song, 30 seconds of it. Yeah. I played it when we were on break last week. It just happened to be when I tuned in. And they're going to play the whole The whole song? thing. Yeah, it's going to be on Spotify and everything at 8 o'clock tonight. So but when you're listening to this, if you're not listening live right now, It'll be available. It's called. So it's already on there. Eight, eight o'clock, o'clock their time, right? No, eight, eight o'clock, o'clock our time. time. Yeah. I was literally like, probably we go on break. It'll be up and we can play it. Um, we shouldn't do that. They uh, might not like us doing that. It's on fucking spot. It'll be yeah. on Spotify. Yeah, what are you talking fuck about? It, let's do it. Why would they not like us promoting their music? But yeah, it's called Ding Ding Dao. Set wow. Ding Ding Dao. That's the name of the single. I feel like that's racist. Ding ding gao, can't tell Paul It's about it. Well, apparently they talked about it. It's a, the concept is, I guess a kid. I don't remember the whole thing. He's, I guess he's on ding, like a ding dao 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 dao. Like dao you play with dao. All right. So it's the good, concept is ding, it's like ding. a kid. <laughs> it's like he's on like a like a wish type dark web site or something. Yeah, oh, he's on wish. Well, yeah, but like the dark web version of wish. Yeah. All right. And there's like a doll. That's apparently like voodoo or whatever. And he's like, oh, this shit ain't real. And he orders it. Yeah. And it shows up at his door. That's where the ding ding, I guess the ding ding is it shows up the d- doorbell. Probably should be ding dong doll. But that's probably even more weird. Ding dong doll. That's <laughs> <laughs> like, probably more weird. But then it's like fucking crazy. I don't know if the story is the song. So whatever. The doll's like alive and made out of human skin and all kinds of weird shit. It's like a... Uh, Mad professor type deal, but it's a doll, right? And it like does bad things, I guess. So we'll we'll find out tonight. A young yeah. boy who goes on the dark web sees a doll for sale that's cursed. The rap is coming from the doll's perspective. What do you want to bet? They're late. <clears throat> what? That song ain't gonna be up. I already. Tomorrow. It was like there was already a thing to like pre-save it and shit. Oh, okay. It was so. already set up. And- <laughs> they probably put it for five minutes late though. Oh, maybe I don't <laughs> know about that. Yo, they've been late every night. <laughs> right. no, they've definitely been consistently late. So they can't drop something right on time. It just wouldn't be uh, them. What was it? Last, they did one last night. We'll talk about that. But So I'm going to go through all the things they announced at the uh, at the seminar before we get to the actual Joker's card because that's the most controversial thing and uh, the most exciting thing in my opinion because when it comes down to ICP, it's all about the fucking Joker's cards. Even though it's the second deck and it's not nearly as cool as the first deck, it's still all about the fucking music. Are we um, still in the second deck, or are we in the third deck? Nope. I don't know. I lost track. This will be the fifth Joker's oh, card okay. in the second deck. It's only been a fucking 12 years, so... Um, so let's see. <laughs> they, they talked about a new documentary coming out that somebody else has been filming for the last five years. We've seen them at the gathering a few times. Whatever. Those European dudes? Yeah. Yeah. That's finally supposed to come out. Oh, nice. It's called The United States of Insanity. Um... 
They're doing a cartoon. They have a. They're do. They're playing themselves in a politically driven adult cartoon that's coming out on Netflix in 2021. They're reoccurring characters on the show. They're also part of a Netflix documentary about Woodstock '99 that's getting ready to come out. The John Kickjass documentary that everyone's been freaking out about because they paid three hundred fifty dollars for tickets to the Carnival of Carnage. Now we've heard that they were going to come out with things before that they never happened. Well, these those two, the first three things I mentioned, they have no. I mean, they're part of, but they have no part in. Right. Other right. people are putting it out. So I was, especially the two that are Netflix. I assume they're going to come out. Right. Well, they just hopefully. filmed their parts for it or right. recorded their audio. The John Kickass documentary. Basically, what they said is it was on the cutting room floor because it was too fucking sad. They didn't want to put out a sad documentary. So they decided to make I can a documentary that. three times longer about the entire history of ICP in the beginning. And all the thing, a lot of the things that they didn't share in Behind the Paint about the fourth member that they never talked about. Uh, and like the dog beats and all that, that whole era. <clears throat> and they said that one or two things is going to happen or their goal is they're going to try to sell it to Netflix because I think they said next year is the 30 year anniversary of Insane Clown Posse as a whole okay round two name something that's not boring a laundry ooh a book club computer solitaire huh ah oh, sorry we were looking for Chumba Casino that's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered ChumbaCasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby. Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Yeah. So they're going to try to sell it as a 30-year like mini-doc on Netflix. And if Netflix doesn't purchase it, they're going to put it out themselves as a three-hour Well, they better fucking hurry up. We're well, I think only been a couple months away from next year, yeah. <laughs> and you can't just put a documentary together in a year. You guys are always hating on ICP. Um, let's see. They got a bunch of new merch dropping Black Friday. Um, if you watch the the shows on the Patreon that I've been watching, every night they have different new jerseys on. And those are all going to be available Black Friday. Nice, sweet. <clears throat> um, I know you guys have probably seen it. They speculated. All right, Juggalos were talking about psychopathic going out of business and the office is for sale and all that shit. Have you heard that? I mean, I've heard it before and just yeah. not here recently. Well, I the mean, office really is for sale. They're selling it. Yeah. They're, they're, they're selling a new one. They're selling the Lotus Pod. They're selling all that shit. Their goal is to buy what they're calling the clown compound. <laughs> they're just going to relocate. <clears throat> well, yeah, but they, they're recl- they want to relocate in a big way. They're looking for... Uh, like campgrounds and like huge pro- what they were looking at was like places that were the size of Legend Valley oh shit and they want to put the offices there they want to have weekend camping they want to have screens they want to have an indoor and an outdoor concert area they want to do yearly events there possibly even sometime in the future have a ga- have gatherings there 
So basically, like oh, a huge fucking. Cult. That would be a good investment for them. A because huge cult, especially with how hard it is for them to get campgrounds for the gathering. That would be a good investment for them. But right? remind you, there's property taxes that come along with that. Oh yeah, that you got to pay. Everybody. I don't know. I don't well, know. Michigan, where they get those? Well, yeah, depends I don't know where they locate. Well, I would if it's the offices, it had to be somewhere close to Michigan. You know, it don't have to be. As much as they put out music, it don't have to be. That could be just like a <laughs> once a month trip for them. Yeah, yeah, true. Yeah, but yeah, they want to put the offices there. They want to have homes there. They want to have places like Juggalos could literally like rent and stay there. Like all kinds of like their own little Juggalo island. Yeah, that, the, that would be cool. That's a cool ass idea. But do they not realize that they're gonna have to replace drywalls in these places? They're probably gonna have to replace flooring and windows. I would hope. I would hope, man. All they gotta do is have some uh, parking pads, and you can park RVs on it and shit. Yeah. Just provide electricity like big balls, right? And uh, yeah, be like, you guys are responsible for your own fucking housing and shit. Yeah, I mean it's your fucking yeah, like unless they have like little huts on there. And I think they, we all know that if juggalos they do get it, crazy sometimes. Yeah, they're very disrespectful. But I think that if someone if juggalos are crazy enough to go live on the clown compound, they're probably they'll probably take care of their shit. And if they don't, they get kicked out. I mean, it's a that's a thing. You know what I mean? Only it's just like you fucking yeah, just like us. Yeah, it's just like a, it doesn't matter. Like you're a juggalo, and you're <laughs> a juggalo. It's like I mean, you're you're renting. You didn't pay your rent, yeah, man. And, and you, you gotta go. Yeah, you gotta go. The you police know. are here. You yeah. broke the wall <laughs> again, <laughs> again, Look. Jimmy. Like get I know the, we're juggalos, but you fucking stain the entire house with Fago. It's the, the fucking floors are dripping. Get the like fuck your out. Your deposit's not gonna cover that. Like not even ten deposits is gonna. We have to. We have to tear the whole house down. There's too much. Fake we just got to burn it down. We just got to. <laughs> we just got to set it on fire. But who knows? Sets it on fire. It's, I thought it was a pretty cool idea. Oh, um, it's dope ass idea for sure. That's yeah. probably the one that's. If it were to happen, it's gonna be a long time away. Long that's my time. Guess. Long but who knows? But they're literally long, long in the process of selling their current place. So yeah. Who knows? I don't. I don't know what that building. It's a huge fucking building. Like. I wonder if they're going to leave the recording equipment in there, or they're going to strip the studio. See, that's one thing I don't understand. You know, if you put a studio on a campground and you're going to have a gathering there, sooner or later, possibly, you know people are going to try to go find it. And you know people might try to destroy it or try to be ignorant with it. If something, if they did that, that would be fucking, that'd be like going backstage. Like, you got to be pretty fucking, you know what I'm saying? Like... I mean, it would have to be well secluded for sure. Like, how many juggalos just walk backstage at the gathering? Because, I mean, how geeked were we when we went and seen the fucking studio for the first time? Super geeked. It was dumb you know as what fuck. I mean? Yeah. And we went and found it. Well, you knew where it was and took me there. And I was like, well, you had to find it. Yeah. And I remember I, going in there. It was the fucking craziest, fucking one of the craziest times of my life, especially as being a juggalo. That's what I'm saying. I mean, it's fucking it's, nuts. People, but people you got to think about, take that think about the gathering. That's literally, like, think about how many juggalos just walk backstage. We have press passes, and we can only go so far backstage. That's true. There's, like, backstage upon backstage upon backstage. There's, like, four backstages. Yeah, that's true. So the studio (laughs) fucking offices would be back, back, back there. Yeah, that is true. Like, you ain't getting fucking back there. 
Like, and I mean, we we know that they're like on a normal on a fucking Tuesday afternoon you and might. on a on a standard campground day, yeah, you, you might, might be able to get over there. Yeah, but during a an event, fuck no. No, there's just, it's got to be behind several <laughs> layers of fences. <laughs> yeah, it's like fucking Fort Psychopathic Knox back there. Yeah, right. Get back there. If they even have a student, I mean, they probably would. They probably would have another Lotus Posse. But they're doing everything out of Jay's. I wonder what they're the Boom Boom Room. I wonder what they're going to call it. (laughs) Jay's Boom Boom Room. Because they're not going to call it the Lotus Pod. No. (laughs) Which I get. That's you know what I mean. As much as that sucks, that's this going to be the new, the new start. Mm -hmm. The new era. Yeah. They're going to call it the Bing Pow Boom Room. Hmm? Bing Pow Boom Boom Room. It's going to be the Boom Boom Room. Um, I see. Another thing they talked about very briefly was uh, the fact that they really don't. Uh, sign artists anymore and that's you know I mean that's a thing they can't really do much of but they are going to start promoting producers and they 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 got four producers the four horsemen of the metropolis which is Shaggy the Airhead Devereaux Straight Jacket and the fourth one they did not release yet I'm assuming it's probably Jay shows Shaggy changing his name no it's uh, he's a producer it's a different guy it's lazy and crazy oh yeah yeah um, they said that they're going to do mixtapes in the style of like DJ Clay used to do, with all the with four producers, and then they're going to remix ICP classics. And the ones they mentioned were Wizard of the Hood, Tunnel of Love, and The Tempest. So they're going to have the four producers do remix albums of old ICP stuff. And apparently, they're already working on this stuff. What do you think of that? Like that? Is that fat? Is that shit fat or whack? We'll see. I mean, in theory, it's a good idea. We'll see how it plays. Yeah, in theory, if y'all do a good job, it might be tight. My thing is, it's like, all right, a lot of people are like, you don't fuck with Wizard of the Hood, dude. Yeah, like, can we just like, why do we need to? Why do we need to start keep living in the past on everything? Like, you got you you remake movies, you remake albums, you you remix this. Can we just get some new stuff, please? Well, they're, well, we're going to get to that, too. Um, So this is dope to me. I'm excited about this, and I think I'm actually going to do I'm going to do my best to do it. So the ICP Ultra Live Monster 5. Remember they announced all that big thing before COVID? Uh-huh. Absolutely. And we're like, there's no fucking way. It's going to be like Germany and fucking all these crazy places. You got to go to. So the thing is, you got to go to all five, and you get the coins. You get the Monster Live mm. coins. Yep. And then you get the coins, you get your Juggalo Pass, and you get discounts and You get your Juggalo access. card. Yeah. So they announced all of them. So this is the first one, the ICP House Parties Peep Show. If you purchase this, that's the event one. You get a coin in your goodie bag when that gets mailed out. Event number two, they didn't announce dates. They said, you know, obviously once it's, they're cleared and COVID's gone, we can do things again. But they announced all, they're all concepts. And they're all, they announced all the locations and everything. So the first one is ICP's headbanging heavy metal spandex hard rock spectacular. That's going to be good. I can't <laughs> wait for that one. So it's live. So it's their 80s hair metal. They're going to have a full band. They're going to be dressed up in spandex and 80s hair metal. They're going to do ICP songs in the style of hair metal. And then they're going to cover a bunch of fucking hair metal. Like uh, Poison, Rat, and shit like that. That's supposed to go down in Albuquerque, New Mexico. Once they uh, get clear to uh, to do shows, the second one is the Prom Night Massacre. Uh, 
class reunion show. So they did that the show back in '96, like Riddle Box Tunnel Love Years. Yeah, they're gonna do it's at St Andrews Hall. They're gonna do the whole thing where it's like prom with streamers and pink, silver, purple. That's gonna be the, uh, or the, I guess the third one, the third of the Monster Five. It's going down at St Andrews. The th- fourth one is the ICP's Hoop Nanny Hillbilly Hoedown. That's going on in some venue that's in uh, the Appalachian Mountains, I think, in West Virginia. It's going to be outdoors, and then they're releasing the album they've talked about for like 20 years, The Bloody Brothers. The one that they essentially gave up for Boondocks. That was the, the redneck whatever idea. Mm-hmm. So that, that album's supposed to come out of that event going down in West Virginia. And then the final Juggalo uh, Monster 5 show is the Juggalo Island show going down in the Bahamas on the beach in the Bahamas they're trying to set up to where there's going to be like a cruise going from Miami to the Bahamas for the show and that's where you get the final coin for the Monster 5 event and then technically it's the Monster 6 because you got to take those 5 coins to the gathering to turn them in the next gathering you don't even get to keep them I think you probably do, but you gotta like <laughs> present them. Yeah. yeah, I would assume they're not gonna take them. They it would be people. shitty if they would. Wouldn't it be? Yeah. Right. Although they could offer something that you can get in return if you turn these in and you get this one thing that you know is even more rare than the coin. Well, you, so you get the Juggalo card. Yeah, that's you do. That's the point. I know. But I think they're. If the point is they're only do like that's so officially that would be number six because if you don't turn them in there. It's it. You didn't make it. Yeah. Because, you know I mean? So they probably let you keep it because after that, it's not like you could sell them. I mean, you could, but not for use. Yeah. As a collector, you could sell them, but not, no one could use them. Yeah. So I'm going to go for all five, man. I thought there was no fucking way when they announced it. I was like, there's going to be Germany, Europe, France. Like, there's no fucking way. This is doable. Like, I feel like West Virginia is going to be the hardest place to get to. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like. So where are all the places again? Online at home right now. Uh, Where's the second one? Albuquerque, New Mexico. St. Andrews Hall in Detroit. The mountains of West Virginia. And then the Bahamas. I'd want to go for the Bahamas. Well, I want to go for all five, but yeah. Yeah. Like, I see Juggalos online. Like, we can't go to the Bahamas. You're freaking out. Like... Like man, I got, I got, a, I'm on probation. I'm a felon. Yeah, I'm a felon. <laughs> that could possibly. What's going on with the helicopter? Or, I don't know. Whatever you just moved, stop it. No, it just stops and then it comes back. Talk about it. The real freak's gonna be at the West Virginia show. That's what's up. Hopefully, you'll see me there. I don't know how to get there. I would uh, fly there. That's far. Well, I would. Yeah, that, I would definitely fly there. That's but then far. I think from what they're, I don't know where the place is, but what they were saying, it's like even if you flew, you probably still got to drive two hours or some shit. Like I would assume so. In the motherfucking woods. What's up, Uber? <laughs> I don't know who you are, making all noise. So I, yeah, I think I, I, I'm gonna try to pull it off. So that'll be dope. Um, what do you? And the, the Juggalo card's not even that cool, to be honest, man. You get 25% off merch at every event. You get in 10 minutes before the show. Fast pass. And uh, 
So you get so basically like VIP for every show. Plus you get in ten minutes before everybody else. You get to cut the line. So you basically show up five minutes before doors, walk up straight to the front, and it, or you can show up ten minutes, eleven minutes before doors. Walk yeah. straight to the front. Eleven minutes. You book that one minute Holy walk. Holy shit! Eleven. Minutes. You get in. You go to the merch. You buy all the fucking merch for twenty five percent off, and then you resell it on the internet for fucking three times the price because you bought it all, and no one could get it. Uh, and you get on stage one song early. You get on stage one song before VIP for Fago Armageddon. For life. For life. For that, life. Yeah, that was my next question. That's that's so, dope. As far as I know, there's no there's no expiration date. So, I think it's pretty cool. That is, that's neat. And then, so, if you didn't think Clown Compound was culty enough for you. There's more? There's more. Wait, there's more. The Clown Head 13. Oh, Jesus. You ready? So, Violent J and Shaggy are going to be painting 13 individual art pieces. The original painting will contain their blood... And uh, they're going to be framed canvases, prints. Obviously, there's an original, and then there's going to be 999 prints of each of the 13 clown heads. There's going to be a pamphlet with each one explaining the story of the clown head. There's going to be a single CD about the clown head. And there's going to be a sack of dirt from Picker Forest to, uh, I don't know, enchant the clown head. So each one of these, there's 999 of them. They all come with that. Uh, They're framed. Certificate of authenticity. Every month beginning January 21 for 13 months until they've all been revealed. And then there's going to be a uh, coffee table book with all of them in it. And basically you're getting a full length 13 track ICP album about all the uh, 13 clown heads for you to enjoy. Sounds like a lot. A lot of clown heads? Yeah. 13. There's a lot of stuff going on there. <laughs> a lot of, <laughs> There's a stuff, lot of stuff going on there. Just with that one little thing, you know. You, yeah. How are you guys going to do all this? I don't know. I mean, they, they only have to do it 13. They only have to paint 13 pictures. Yeah, but then they have to do the story and then they have, you know. They would they record music, and then they had you know, somebody has to go dig up the dirt. They they had that Rudy guy. They had told him he had to go do it. Yeah, I, it's it's different. Yeah, people are saying Kiss did the blood thing on. They did a comic book in the seventies, and they had their blood in the ink. But I'm sure other people have done it too. But now they're doing it. We can all take our blood paintings to the clown <coughs> compound and drink some motherfucking Fago and die. There we go. Shangri-La, baby. You ready, bro? Let's go. You ready to go to Shangri-La with our blood paintings? Yeah, let's do it. The original 13, they said they're going to do something with it at some point. They, You'll see that after it's done, I guess. Speaking of paintings, I'm going to get that Bob Ross Monopoly, boy. I feel like that's not a painting. I feel like it's a game. I mean, it's Bob. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. 
Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Es la venta para amigos y familiares de Macy's. Ahorra un 30% extra en ideas para regalos de diseñador que les encantarán. Y un 15% menos en belleza, cuidado de la piel y juegos de regalo de fragancias con tu cupón o tarjeta Macy's. Esto además de las increíbles ofertas, como vestidos para las fiestas para ellas, 150 dólares y menos. Además, compra los mejores juguetes de la temporada, The Monster High, Discovery y más, 10 a 50% menos en Macy's. Ahorro sobre precios regulares en oferta de liquidación, aplica excepciones. Bob Ross painted it, motherfucker. He painted the game? Uh, probably. Bob Doe. Bob there- Ross edition, Monopoly board game, $32.13. I don't know why I just seen that. Happy little accident. It's, it's, yeah. it's a legit thing. Yeah. It's so it just bad. came out. They have a there's a Bob Ross action figure at Cracker Barrel. I almost bought it like ten times. What? Wait, if you almost bought it ten times, you should have bought it after nine times. So the eleventh time you're gonna just go ahead and fucking buy it. I don't know, maybe. I'm well, I, go, a, I pick up orders there all the time and I see it. I'm like, oh, that's dope. <laughs> I'm gonna look it's it the up. The first time I was like, no. I'm gonna look. I like walk past it. <laughs> I don't know. No. Like, there ain't no. I way haven't put it in my hand yet. I won't. I won't. If I put it in my hand, I, I'd have you're it here. Yeah. It. <laughs> I just see it. Hang on. But it's just yeah, it's just there, man. It's dope though. <coughs> you can let. Oh, you know where it is, the real freak. You know where the location is. They said they've done a show there before. You can land in Pennsylvania and drive to Pipestem, or you can land in Charleston. There's a real small airport there. So that's where it is, near Charleston. That's what's up. Um, I think that's it. Yeah, besides the big one. So they announced the fifth Joker's card to the second deck. So obviously we get the first single. We're going to play it on break. It should be up now. I haven't looked again. What's the name on it? Are you ready for this? What? The song? Yeah, we'll look it up. Uh, I'm already, I'm literally on there and it's not there. Uh, did you refresh it? Oh, it is there. What's up? It's up on the Spotify. So we'll play it on break. Called Hocus Pocus, right? No. <laughs> gotta scroll down. How about Ding Dong, Ding Ding Doll? That's it. It's right there. Hi-ya! I'm gonna listen to it right now. Fuck y'all. I ain't no, you gotta listen to me talk. No. About the fucking Joker card. No. You ready? Okay. Yeah. So you remember they announced that the Joker's card was mentioned eight times on Fearless Fred Fury, right? Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. So it was on the song Night of the Red Rum. So it's called Red Rum? Nope. Yep. The name. This the is, night. This is even more confusing. The name of the album is Red Rum. Is Yum Yum Bedlam. So Red Rum. Nope. Yum Yum Bedlam. Who the fuck comes up with this? Violent I'll give you one guess. Oh, Jesus. Jesus Christ. That wow. Was, it was your answer. That was all over the fucking airway. Yum Yum Bedlam. Yum Yum Bedlam. That's the name of the album. Okay. The name of the Joker's card is different than the name of the album. How? The name of the Joker's card. No, no, no. Whoa, 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 whoa. Yep. No, this is not fucking possible. Save this to the end. (laughs) No, no, no. This is not possible. Hold on. Say what the fuck you just said again. So the name of the album is different than the name of the Joker's card. (laughs) How the fuck is this possible? Do you have the answer to this? I do. Okay, I'm gonna shut the fuck up. It's all gonna make sense in the end. All right, then I shut the fuck up. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not hating your. Because it it shouldn't even be that way. You had the Great Malenko. You had the Riddle Boxer. You had the Ringmaster. You had Bang Pow Booms. You had. I'm gonna have to show uh, you the video pop. too because it was it was 
cool when, but, he, yeah, when he explained it. Pop, when he explained it, as soon theory. as he said what I just said, he stopped and was like, people are going to fucking hate so hard on, like, as soon as he said what I said, he's uh, well, like, I people gotta, are going to freak. Like, I'm going to shut the fuck up and let you I think it works. I mean, you might not think it works, but I think it works. So the name of the Joker's card is Yum Yum Flower. Get the fuck out of here. The Yum Yum Flower. The first female Joker's card is the Yum Yum Flower. Now she represents loyalty. She's a beautiful orchid. (laughs) If you don't have loyalty, you'll be venomously bit. Hey, Blase, you finally got your fucking Joker's card, huh? Holy fuck, you're amazing. You must suck really good That's fucking funny. I never even thought of that. Anyway, so the ahead. Yum Yum Flower mm-hmm. is the Joker card. This is her Yum Yum Bedlam. So there's more to this. As Shaggy said, Yum Yum got homies. <laughs> but essentially... Ain't no fun if the homies can't have none. So, so Yum Yum, the Yum Yum Flower has... So after the Yum Yum Flower drop, you want to know when it drops or do you want to know the rest of the story? I want to know the rest of the fucking story because this is fucking stupid. Okay. So the rest of so the Yum Yum Flower is the Joker's card. Okay, she's, so Blase got a Joker's card no, coming She's out. the mother. She's the mother flower. She's the mother orchid. Is there going to be women on this album too? It's like the it's like the main tree in Fern Gully where they all all the people live in in the fucking forest. Yeah. <laughs> sort of. She's the mother. She's the mother. Well, she's got three... Kids, three the seeds of the yum yum. So, so there's gonna, gonna be, be three fucking albums for one Joker four. card. Four, four, son of a bitch. It's the main one, and then there's three more after that. See three how, small. See how stupid is already. Three small ones. So it's like the main tree. So there's one album that's gonna branch off to th- four other albums or three other three albums. Three mini albums. So they're gonna EPs. be like EPs, basically. Yeah. So one main Joker's card, three EPs to follow. So, basically, they're just trying to do a fucking money grab again. I mean, that's what some people say. I mean... But why? Because they ain't make no money in the last five fucking years. So, they got to fucking make something. And people wonder why I talk like this about them. I like their music. Don't get me wrong. Majority of it, I do. There's, I think, three albums they have out that I fucking did not buy that I fucking was disgusted with. Everything else, I have. Nobody liked the calm. That's one of them. And the Tempest is another one. And the Tempest is another one. And I'm I'm sure I like the Tempest. And I'm sure I'll buy all four of these motherfuckers too because I want to check them out. Well, I'll get them on I'm not going to lie. I've seen a lot of people talk about it. All the second deck. And I I don't want to be an asshole about it. No, I'm not. I don't. I was, you know what I mean. Like I most don't of want the time, to have an opinion about it. Let's I it I think that they are really diluting this way too far, and they're making it more complicated than it needs to be. I think because they took too long to come out with. It. I think it's. I honestly think it's or dope. with the la- with fearless. Normally, fearless. I'm with you, and I'm like, fuck that, that's stupid. I actually think it's dope. There's well, a couple of reasons you do because they haven't I done just, anything in a while. Well, that, well, that's one one reason is we're gonna get a shit ton of music from ICP, which Absolutely. never happens, it, right? So that's dope, and I am kind of excited for that. And I like, I like, I've always said, well, not always, but for the last few years, I'm like, they need to do a fucking female. I wanted them to do brother and sister. That's they should have done that, that a long time dumb. ago, though. Not when fucking Blase signs of the fucking goddamn. I don't think it has. Anything. I don't, it probably, I don't, uh, I don't you know think what? It has I guarantee it doesn't. Because he actually, it's funny, I have to mention this because it was so funny. When he was explaining it, 
and he was talking about the seeds, he literally accidentally said the seeds of the lotus because it's the flower, it's the petal, yeah. the petals from the flower, the seeds of the lotus. I mean, I'm just cracking a joke about it, but I mean, all of a sudden it didn't have nothing until she comes along and whatever the hell she's doing now, and now we have this female jungle. Uh, I believe she's doing OnlyFans, isn't she? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. <laughs> and I think, I think legit that's what she was doing. I'm pretty sure she's been like a goblin waitress. For Fifty dollars, uh, you can see her boobs. <laughs> yeah. But like uh, six petals of the yum yum. There you go, Danny boy. Uh, what was that? Like I was literally thinking about like I I I like to see what people say. Like some of the juggaloers online and shit. A lot of people the like the goers. Yeah, a lot of people are like, oh, it's dope. A lot of people I mean, are saying you know the same type of shit. It's a money grab or holy fuck. But think about all the shit we've gotten before. We get bang, pow, boom with three different intros. We get fucking Fearless Fred and Flip. You know what I mean? We, yeah, we, we all were pissed because we got the same fucking album, all the same songs except for one fucking track. Yeah. Well, now we're getting, instead of that, we're getting new albums. You and I mean? they're going to have like three different covers each. There, there is. Yeah. Well, well, there is. They, they, this is. Here's the money grab part. Oh, you want the money grab part? Fuck you. I'll tell you the actual money grab part. So that part, a, I think, they're going to have two different versions. There's more of this to it. Yeah. Of course. Why not? So why not? Well, here, let me tell you. Wendy, how? So because people will buy it. It takes what four or five years to get a Joker card. When do you think uh, Yum Yum Bedlam's going to come out? Probably 2025. Christmas. Twenty twenty. No, fuck you. December twenty fifth. Ain't no way. It's Less than two back. months. The brand new Joker. The motherfucker couldn't even show up for a show that was happening in fucking six months, and all, he had to cancel out. All oh, of a sudden, now they're gonna come uh, out with his album. Well, okay. How how many months did they have to delay Fearless Fred? They delayed that. Three or four, they right? delayed yeah. that quite a bit. Yeah. So this ain't coming out Christmas, bro. Ain't no way. There ain't no no Joker's card has dropped on the date it was originally supposed to come uh, out. I don't know. Well, majority not has. a while, but I but, hope it does. I think it's dope. I mean, yes, I would like for this to drop. Well, right <laughs> when they say it's going to, I would like to hear it happen. I don't want to hear. Well, we got to push it back. It's not going to come well, out. They went on and on and on. Um, the internet, the internet's like, y'all ain't doing shit. Put out some fucking music. What are you doing? This whole quarantine. They're like, we've been fucking working. The goddamn record comes out Christmas. So I'll believe it when it, when it I'll believe it on on, on December twenty fourth. I'll believe it. So December twenty fifth, twenty twenty, the release of Yum Yum Bedlam. I said the twenty fourth because I'm still gonna be awake at midnight waiting for that bitch to fucking. You, know, first, uh, you the said that they said the, the name on Fearless Fred a bunch. I remember Bedlam. I, li- I don't I remember Yum Yum. I went back and listened. They said it a shit ton. They said Yum Yum. Yeah. Yum Yum, yum, yum Bedlam. Like a hundred. Oh, so it was in the beat. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. It was like the hook. Ah. <laughs> Over and over. Yeah, yeah. Yum, yum, bedlam. Yeah, okay. Bedlam, bedlam, yum, yum, bedlam. Yeah, over and over and over. I swear to God, this motherfucker What do you keep saying, real freak, that you keep retracting your messages? Now I want to know. Are you talking shit, fam? Probably. He's not. He's he's a nice guy. I don't like it when... I hate it when messages are retracted. Like, what did you say that's so... Um, As a moderator, you should be able to still see it. Right? And then just have a little asterisk next to it. If If this literally comes out Christmas night... Or Christmas Day, right? Christmas Day. Mm-hmm. So, like midnight on the twenty fifth, it should be out, right? Yeah. Okay. Midnight the twenty fourth. Yeah. I swear to God, I will buy all four albums 
Well, I guess five because it's going to be, they're going to come out with two of the Yum Yum Bedlam. Oh, I'm excited to hear if there was more. <laughs> and then they're going to branch it out with three other ones. So this is the this is the plan so far. This is the information that we and have. And I'll never talk bad about their shit again. This is what we have right now. Yes, Chris, know. December 25th, the main album comes out. The first seed of the Yum Yum. I'll run a fucking mile if it comes out of Chris. The first day. seed is scheduled for April 2nd, 21. The second seed is scheduled for July 30th, 21. And the third seed is scheduled for October 29th. There ain't no way, man. They're pulling some Tech 9 shit. Get the fuck out of here. It ain't happening. It's like every four months. It's like the Yum Yum Collabos. Because, like, Tech 9 will come out with, like, an album, and it ain't even, like, good, but, like, three songs, and he'll just throw it out there just to sell it anyway. They're doing, like, many EPs. So this better be at least good for some Unless they're, like, EP lengths, like, Suicide Boys. They're saying six or seven songs. Right, like, four songs on that bitch, but it's, like, a half hour long. No, yeah. It's 45-second tracks. They got one hook each. I doubt it. So, but yeah, that's the idea. Then, then the three albums will be combined and will be called the Seeds of the Yum Yum. The combo album of all three will be available November 19th with three new tracks. 2025. 2021. Holy So, Jesus. so the three, and then the three mini albums I'm themselves. I'm getting excited already, so but I know they're all going to get pushed This is back. when you get your, this is when you get the money grab talk. Like, the, oh, you get the red cover, the green cover, the blue cover type shit. So each off, so all three EPs come out. They all have a song on them that is not going to be on the album where all three EPs are combined. But the album where all three EPs are combined are going to have three extra songs that are not on the EPs. And this is why I am not listening to every single ICP song that's ever come out <laughs> ever. So you just wait till they throw the, the the three EPs on there with the three extra songs and just buy that one. You can. But then you'd be missing the three songs that are only on the EPs. So either way you go, you're missing out on three songs. Unless you buy everything. Unless you buy everything. So you motherfuckers just go ahead and sign up for fucking Spotify for 10 bucks a month. Yeah, you can do that. And you get them all. You can do that. Or for free. And just listen to a commercial. Yeah, you can sign up for free and listen to the commercials. So. They always want you to steal their shit anyways that they talked about back in the old days for you new juggalos out there that don't know that. They wanted you to go to the record store and... Take the little Still cellophane off of it and throw it down your fucking pants and walk out. But besides that, I mean, don't that's, buy our shit. That's just a ploy to get you to buy more. Which at this point, I'm not even fucking mad at it. It's just what they do. Well, if that motherfucker comes <laughs> out Christmas Day, I will go run a fucking mile. That's what they're saying. I hope it does, man. That'd be dope. It'd be dope See to get a full. A well, that and to get a full length ICP album this year. And the image, we don't know what I you, shouldn't say. We're gonna find out what the yum yum running with me. We're going to find out what Yum Yum Father looks like walk, on Halloween. and jog a mile. Well, at least leave a, co- a key to the front door so that way we can come in and at least get the studio equipment when you fucking keel <laughs> over. <laughs> right. I don't Hopefully know. I'll, I'll be in better shape. You have to go start knocking on all your neighbor's doors <laughs> to find out which ones your parents live in and be like, hey, can we just get our studio equipment? Right. But yeah, we'll find out at the Halloween. Hey, you better pay them a third of what, what it is. Oh, a third of nothing? <laughs> of nothing. It cost us. We, I paid for it. You paid for it. He paid for it. Oh, oh you're talking about that. I thought you were talking about revenues. No. Who? Who yeah, ex- yeah, right. But, uh, but yeah. So and new, new, schnoo, schnoo. Yum, so yum. the image is supposed to be revealed at the Hollywood Acoustic Show going down Halloween night. Oh, that's in like two weeks. Yeah. So we'll know. Three weeks. 
Water. I bet it's a flower. I'm, no. <laughs> it can't be. I bet it's a strip of bubble gum. It's a good guess. Is though. it going to be a pink flower? It's going to be Blase's head. That's uh, fine. It's an orchid. It's, I, I don't know. I Honest to God, it's for some reason, I picture like a... It's a lotus. Fallopian tube or something. Like a weird... Yeah. But like a flower that it's like stuff's coming, you know what I mean? Like yeah. it's coming out the side and that's where the Who's seeds come this? from. Shaggy draws every Joker card. And then a week later, Tom Woods' version will come out. <laughs> <laughs> and then a week after that. Uh, Shaggy's original drawing and then uh, he'll make it look like a live person. Yeah. But yeah, so that, I believe that was everything. They had like seven pages and they didn't get to like four of them because they talked so much. So there was more information, but they, that was the important stuff. Get the notes. I'm sure there's more important stuff. I'm, I'm excited. Like, it, I was like, oh, fuck yeah, man. Hopefully half of this shit comes true, especially the album stuff. This dude cracking me up. Get ready to run. You, bro, you realize that 90% of their albums that came out got pushed back. I feel like it's done. I'm pretty sure I'm on the safe side. I feel like it's done. <laughs> <laughs> like the EPs, that might be something else. You know what I'm saying? But Those I might get pushed. Of, I ain't scared of no mom. <laughs> but uh, I think it's done. So other than that, they did uh, they did the uh, the home movies a couple nights ago. That was kind of eh. That was the least interesting thing they've done so far. It's the same ones they played the gathering, but it's literally like home movies that they recorded like Ringmaster era. I'm actually pretty excited for this to drop. I'm pumped, man. I really am. I mean, it's been too long. Really and you guys ha- always heard me complain about they're not coming out with any music. It's been they too long since they come out with, out with music. music, but Fearless Fred wasn't that long ago. It wasn't. In, in, in Joker card consideration. But it was long before that even came out. <laughs> it was a long time. And I just don't feel like that was enough. According to Spotify, it's February 15, 2019. No. No, that sounds about right. Yeah. So well over a year ago. Yeah, but that's before that was the missing link, which is twenty fifteen. Well, that's true. You know what I'm saying? The Def Pop. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. So it was a long time before it's usually Fearless like, Fury. Came. The second deck has been like three to four years. This is like a little over a year. So that's That's true. I guess. There's usually other music though. Yeah. I you, mean I guess technically Flip the Rat was our E P in the middle. Yeah, but it kinda came Even out. Even though with it's both. a full album. No, it came out at the same time, but Um what else was I saying? Oh, yeah. They did the whole movie thing. That was silly. But there was a clip from there. Hopefully, I hope they could find the footage to this. There was a commercial that was edited in one of their uh, home movies. It was ICP's first ever television appearance. They had weird-ass fucking makeup. And it was Shaggy and John Kickjass. Jay wasn't even in the clip. Doing fucking, like, dog beats or something. That shit was super dope to see. No, I want to. I want to address Casey. Absolutely, you have your own opinion. That's why I've been throwing my opinion out here because you have your own opinion as well. So you guys can have your own opinions in the chat room. No problem whatsoever. We can always talk. We we can still talk and disagree and still be friends. It's okay. Hell yeah. It's what we do around it. Um. Yeah. So then, what was it? Uh, Saturday night. Saturday night was the newest one besides right now. They're, they're, I don't, they're probably late. They probably haven't started yet. But uh, Saturday <laughs> night, they did the... Uh, no, they've been fucking late. Saturday night, they did the ICP's late night Funhouse talk show. And uh, they had some issues. 
the thing it was fucking dope though this was i was highly impressed with what they did here so they had it set up in violent jay's living room this is the first event that they actually had uh juggalos at right they sold tickets to um tickets are up right now if you want to buy jcw tickets too hollow wicked still has not gone on sale but uh the first one they had a live audience at they had it set up to where icp was sitting at the desk they had the bunch of shit on the desk and then they had the couches uh, it was funny. They started the fucking stream, bro. The stream went for eight minutes with no audio. Jesus Christ. And so everyone in the chat is like, what the fuck? There's no audio. The screen goes black. Two minutes later, we watched the same fucking intro. All They redid it. Oh. Start from zero, except this time it had audio. It's so funny to see live. You know what I mean? But, uh... Other than that, it w- they had they had they had some issues with the audio throughout the show. It wasn't scratchy; it would just shut off. Like they'd be in the middle of a conversation, the audio would just. Go- but then they figured it out, and they just they they take like a one second reset, yeah. and it would come back. So that was a little annoying. But other than that, it was super dope. They had a house band, so like the Juggalos are in the audience here. Here's the stage. There's a band over here in the corner, like you know, you know what I mean, like. Just and they set the whole thing up, man. They'd be like, our first guest, blah, 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 blah. And all, three out of the four people were people they literally haven't seen. And well, one of them was like 30 fucking years. Uh, the one dude was 17. And they didn't see him before the show either. They they ha- they kept them away from each other. Yeah. So they literally the moment of seeing each other was the moment they walked out. That's cool. Yeah. That's cool. And yeah, they were walking in, like, I guess, Violent J's deck or whatever was right, like, straight back behind like where the banner was mm-hmm. so that was like the backstage you see him come in so the first guest was uh somebody what the fuck was the first guest god damn it I don't know I wasn't there um I wasn't there either but I watched it um fuck I literally just it was uh break I was, I was somebody i was looking at the fucking chat room the chat room uh caught me off guard who was the first fucking guest motherfucker why did my brain just go blank um okay no yeah okay the first i remember now so the very first guest was d lyrical um he did way, way, way back in the day. Uh, Intelligence and violence, for like one of the very first ICP cassette tape things. Yeah, like Violent J told the story a bunch of times in the book and behind the paint and the audio. When old boy had a karaoke machine, they're like, "Holy shit, this guy has a karaoke machine. He's fucking rich." Yeah, and they recorded Intelligence and violence. Violent J was violence. D Lyrical was intelligence. Apparently, they haven't seen each other since then. Oh, wow. Like, since maybe, like, a year or so after that. And uh, D. Lyrical has recently, like, come back into the Juggalo scene. He actually performed at the Gathering on the... Uh, and he still didn't see him at the Gathering? Uh-uh. Because he wasn't technically booked. He he performed at the, uh, that, that CPN benefit thing. Oh, remember? okay. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. I don't remember what it was called, but... On the... Oh, uh, that, the, the, on the small stage? stage? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was so... Like, they had their time slot... And they booked him as part of that. Oh. 
So, but he's like, re, he said, they, but they talked about that. He's like, when did you come back? Where did you go? Like, they caught up. Yeah. And it was crazy because they were like, oh my fucking God, like, you look dope. And like, and dude was like geeked, like starstruck, like, holy fuck. Like, we did all these things 30 years ago and you guys are fucking legends. And like, yeah. it was, it was cool. Uh, couple of people said it was cringy because he was just like but it was cool I thought it was cool like it's you know what I mean he was just like holy fuck like yeah I've become part of your legacy yeah you know what I mean like he's like we did that shit he's like fuck yeah we did let's do it again like yeah well, you guys want to see D Lyrical and ICP do one in 2020 like he was like fuck yeah fuck. Like, he's freaking out you know what I mean it was cool um and then they brought out uh Chuck Miller. If you guys you listen to the book, right? Oh uh, yeah. The book? I yeah. know you listen to the audio book. Yeah, well, I read the book and That yeah. was the that was the their first studio they ever went to. Oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mini Chuck Mini Productions. The first studio when he was like, We met this fucking long haired, wolf haired fucking dude and he was like, What do you think about this drum? Yeah. What about this one? Yeah. Like, yeah, we'll take that one. It that took was like an Chuck hour Miller. of just trying to find a drug yeah. and shit. That yeah. was Chuck Miller. Oh shit! So his student, so he they, he came out. And he was literally the way they described him, and they were freaking out because they literally hadn't seen him since. Like, apparently, the studio closed down like a year after they were there. Yeah, he's like in a fucking like seventies band and shit now, and he works at Guitar Center. Yeah, like. But it was it was cool. Like when the audio didn't cut out, he was like, you know, this fucking he's literally like seventy something now. But he was like, it was. I remember being in the booth and there was like ten of us and we were like, bitch, use a hoe, and mm-hmm. hoe use up, bitch. He's like, y'all remember that one? Like, <laughs> and he's like, fuck you, yeah, it's redneck hoe. Like, <laughs> but it was cool because they were like, holy shit, we haven't seen this dude in like thirty something years. So that was dope. Um, and then they brought out they did a musical guest unannounced. Project Born came out and did like two songs. Nice. And then they announced Born Dead 4 is coming out, Devil's Night. So they got a new album coming out. <coughs> um, then they came back with uh, Bob, the owner of Rock of Ages. He was the one that they, obviously they see often. But uh, they just talked about like the history of like uh, Rock of Ages has been around for 30 something years. And they talked about like all the crazy in stores and like doing promotions and like the history of that so that was cool we've met that dude a bunch of times mm-hmm. he's super cool um then they had like a magician juggler guy show up <laughs> I don't know what happened there but it was I mean whatever it was entertaining um and then they brought out uh fucking Tom Dub like OG fucking juggalo psychopathic Tom Dub nice and it was it was it was crazy because you don't think about how time goes. And they were like, what has it been? Seven, eight years? And he's like, 17 years. And we oh, haven't, they haven't okay. seen each other in 17 years. Like, holy shit. Wow. Like, fat props to the lyrical Tom Dub. You know what I'm saying? But woo, woo. And were, he wrote a book. I read it. And it's okay. <laughs> but uh, he was the one. He, he left in 2003. Him and Twisted were originally trying to start Magic Records. Mm-hmm. That was with Tom Dub. He's like, but it was, it was crazy, man. Like that shit. Like everyone should watch that. It was so funny. Like, they're like, so what'd you do? He's like, well, I went to college for eight years. I got a two year degree. Like, <laughs> and he's like, and then uh, the state of Michigan declared me insane. And they're like, so what happened after that? He's like, I get fucking checks every month. Like, <laughs> like he doesn't do shit. He made, he got married a year ago, and his like wife has like four kids. So he's like stepdad. 
He gets paid by the government because he's clinically insane. Yeah. They're like, come back and work for us. Yeah. Like, it was it was definitely entertaining, man. And it was like, I mean, if you've been a juggalo for any of my, I mean, you know fucking, you may not know Tom Dub, but you've heard fucking, you know what I mean? So, like. They've talked about him. A lot. Like, yeah. So, that was super dope, man. <coughs> and then, uh, and that was the end of that. But uh, it was super cool, man. It was like three and three hours, something like that. And they had all these old school guests, and it was, it's, it's, the whole that thing has been cool. super entertaining. That so sounds far, cool, man. yeah. Tonight they're doing some sort of journey into the bit, abyss or something like that. I'm not too. Uh, I'll, I'll watch it. I paid for it. Yeah. But uh, honestly, man, I was worried. I was definitely worried about uh, buying this fucking thing. Yeah. <laughs> like I'm like. You know what I mean? Like you said, everything's late. And I mean, they've definitely been late. They've kept consistent with the late. Yeah, they were talking about all his wrestling and shit, too. He was telling crazy stories, man. It was super... It was extremely interesting, man. It was, it was definitely... If, I mean, if you're... If you're a juggalo, you'll enjoy the fuck out of it. If you're just like an ICP fan, you probably won't even understand. If you're a juggler, you'll like it even more. Yeah, well, there was one of those. So that, you know, he had saying, like hey, light up yeah. things, and then he, he brought a hatchet out. He juggled a hatchet, a bowling what? pin, and a chicken at the same no. time. No, he did. Ain't nobody a, juggling no damn hatchet. It was a hatchet, a bowling pin, and a chicken it at was the same time. Plastic. I drove through Forest. The chicken was. <laughs> I drove through <laughs> no, Forest. Rubber. I drove through Forest Park yesterday, and somebody rode past me on a bike juggling. Yeah, I was like, "What? Look at you, you little overachiever! What the fuck are you doing?" Oh, fuck that! It should have been a unicycle. You it, see a lot. You, I, I guarantee, you, if you spend a little more time in Forest Park, you'll see a lot more of that. Oh, I believe it. You see a lot. You'll you see a lot you'll of see shit. A lot, you don't a lot of see shit. Too. Oh yeah, yeah. You, you, you do that too. Just go play golf over there. And you'll it's see super a shit dope. ton of stuff. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm normally not one to like be like, go buy this ICP thing, but this it's I I think it's dope. I think it's super dope. Yeah. I think it's worth it. Plus, you get the merch. Yeah. Um, you know what I mean? You get fucking collector. You get a DVD, a CD, a coin, and who knows what else. There was a, They had a big boxes. argument during the uh, seminar as well about the CD. Oh. About the Hollow Wicked CD. Were they fighting? Well, they throw chairs? Well, they break they, necks? Well, apparently, they, I mean, they decided, and then they were like, well, should we not do that? So, basically, the whole rule of the Hollow Wicked CD is you got to be there to get it. And they're like, well, you can't be there. These, this is the whole point of this. This is the event. You bought the fucking ticket to the stay at home and watch it. So we should put the Hollow Wicked CD in the bag. They're like, no, fuck that. The 50 people that buy tickets are the no. ones who get it. You're an asshole if you do that. You're well, an they're asshole. Right. They're, right, they're right in both sense. Shaggy had the best idea. And he was like, fuck that. We'll put one in the bag. But the 50 people that show up get the fucking fresh limited version or something. Yeah, yeah I mean, put like one or two extra songs on it or something. Or a different cover, you know what I'm saying? Like, But at the same time, I get, you know what I mean? Who knows? It doesn't how, really matter. Everything's going to go on Spotify anyway. That's what, that's what they were saying. Like, people can listen to it. It's about the collector. Yeah. Like, people can listen to it, but they're like, what about these people that have gone to every hollow wicket and they can't make it because it's fucking COVID and tickets are, you know, we don't know how much tickets are yet because it's an auction, but they're going to be fucking stupid. Yeah. You know what I mean? But at the same time, they're like, well, the people that do buy these fucking ridiculous tickets get the fucking benefit of having this fucking one of the, it's going to be like the rarest CD they've ever put out if there's only 50. Right. He's like, so if they want, they can sell it and get some of the money back. Like, it's benefits for them. 
That's true. It's like it's not like people. It'll be available. People can listen to it if they want to hear the song. The song's not going to be exclusive. It's just the physical collector item. Yeah, but it still. So they never suck. actually came to a decision live, but it was pretty clear that it was going to be fifty available for the people that show yeah, up. Yeah, they should do like a different should be. cover. It should be. Yeah, yeah, they should at least do like a different cover. I agree. I well, I agree. With, I agree. I agree. It should be for the people that get to actually come. But at the same time, as a guy who purchased the fucking thing, I'm like, I want the goddamn CD too. Well, well, well yeah, you should get the CD. But they should like the fifty people that show up draw a, draw a different cover, and that's what the fifty people that show up get. Well, yeah, the but. It was definitely an afterthought. Clearly, they yeah. did not think that one through. And uh, well, because there is a CD, or they should just add it to the CD. They should add the song, which wouldn't make it a collectible. But I mean, the CD we're getting is collectible anyway. But there's I don't know how many people bought it. At least like fifteen hundred. At least fifteen hundred people bought the Patreon. But I don't know how many. But either way, it's dope. I enjoy it. Um, what is left to come? So tonight they got the uh, whatever I said they had a minute ago. Descent into the Abyss of Evil. This Wednesday they're doing the uh, Campfire Stories. That should be super dope. Um, Saturday they got the JCW Red Moon Howling with ICP doing commentary as 3D and Guido. So that should be funny. Even though I hate wrestling, it'll probably be funny because they're commentating. Right. And the t- you can buy tickets to that right now at Psychopathic Vault. And their commentary is always usually funny, too. Yeah. Uh, next Monday. I don't care who's doing the commentary. It's usually fucking hilarious. Yeah. No. Next Monday, they got stories from the road. Next Wednesday, they're doing the Psychopathic Don interview. Um, so that's going to be. It's Billy Bill, Jump Steady, and ICP. And Chris Hansen's, like, the moderator. They're going to be down by the railroad tracks, by the train tracks. I, no, they're probably going to be sitting around Jay's living room. But you can, like, if you're part of it, you can ask questions. There's a whole section on there where you ask questions, and they said no question will not be answered. So <clears throat> that should be interesting. Then we got the historical tours, the top five freshness show. Uh, then the 28th, they're doing the You Produce ICP thing with Straight Jacket where you help make the song. And then, obviously, Halloween night, Hollow Wicked acoustic show with Ouija Mac, Hoodoo, Clownvis. Going down. And then the reveal of uh, Yum Yum Bedlam. That's so funny. It's a weird name. not going to lie. That's why I said it's funny. But I, I, I get Yum it. Yum Bedlam. But it's yum, like yum. all the, it's the whole second deck is weird. Mm-hmm. I agree with that. But it's normal now. It's different. You remember like, when Bang Pow Boom we came out? To. We didn't even know what the hell was going on. Yeah, we were like, dog, what the fuck? You remember we they had merch for Bang Pong Boom at the gathering a uh-huh. year before they announced it? Yeah. And we were like, what, are, what is this? What are these things? They literally like, had the merch f- for Bang Pong Boom before we knew what that was. Weird. And we were, yeah, well, they like, did that on purpose. There was only a handful. It was like only there one time. And I'm like, what is that fucking thing? Is there something I missed? Because I was, I mean, I still do, but I've always like paid super attention to what the fuck's going on in Juggalo shit. I'm like, what the fuck is that? And then even when it came out, I'm like, it's a sound. It's not a joker card. It's just noise. <laughs> Somebody threw a pot. To and then it was the mighty death pop. I'm like, what the fuck? This whole thing is just noises? <laughs> <laughs> like, I didn't get it. It didn't make sense. But it, duh, it did. Once You know what I mean? Like, once I get the concept and I listen to the record, it all makes sense. And now it's fucking normal. You know what I mean? In this concept, I already kind of grasp. You know what I'm saying? Like, No, I get it. 
get it. And I and I like that they're changing up the the formula. You yeah, know, they're, doing, they're, different they're shit. doing different shit. And I get the even the, the fact that they did that like the Yum Yum Flower is the Joker card, but Yum Yum Bedlam is like the world. You know what I'm saying? Like this right. is her because Bedlam's like hell, right? It's like this is the fucking this encompasses her and the kids. But what's the Yum Yum? I don't. Know. I think it's. I think the point is like she's yummy. I don't know. I honestly don't know because I haven't heard it. But I don't know. Yum, I'm yum. assuming like. It's, she's a, it's. I think it's supposed to like. The, she's like uh. My my take on what they were explaining is like uh. What's the fucking thing? I'm, the she's only, like the apple in the Garden of Eve. Okay. Like the yum yum flower, is the temptation. It's like the beautiful. Like it's the most beautiful fucking delicious. This Joker's card better have tits. <laughs> it might. <laughs> It might. No, it's Blase mm. Rose, bro. It's not Blase Rose. I heard so small tits. But it's like, it's Temptation. It's oh, no, she got fake ones now. They're big. Oh, did she? Right. Damn. But yeah. I think it's dope. I'm excited to hear it. Um, the only yum-yum I know is the yum-yum sauce, and it is yum-yum. Well, maybe that's where it Very comes good. From. Isn't there one of them juggalettes named yum-yum? Probably. Sure there is one. I, I if there's there not, there's one now. There has right. to be. There has to be. And I guarantee you she'll be 300 pounds. I'm sure I'm probably friends with one. <laughs> it's like, oh uh, yeah, you, I'm sure. Yum, yum, you, I'm sure you're very yum yum. <laughs> yep. Where, where's the dog when we can need a puke sound? Oh boy. <clears throat> but uh, yeah, y'all didn't hear that dog puked on the couch right after the interview, <laughs> right? He was so excited. Yeah. You guys want to take a quick break? We'll listen to the brand new ICP song that just dropped 40 minutes ago. Sure. Take a quick break. We'll come back. There's more stuff to talk about, man. There's, uh, you know, ICP's doing Hollow Wicked, so Twisted had to do something on Devil's Night, right? <laughs> on the same night, right? No, Devil's Night. They're, uh, I, I heard about that. Same manners. The same night, right? I, I heard about that with the, no, the lineup. The it's always the night before, though. But that's how it's been for 15, 20, 15 years or however many years. Like, even when they were friends, it was Twisted did Devil's Night, ICP did Hollow Wicked. So we'll talk about that. We'll talk about Jelly Roll and Isham beefing. Oh, <laughs> oh, that's who he was talking about. I saw his tweet. Yeah, there's a bunch it. of them. Oh, so I only fun. saw I only saw one. So Is come back really after the break. Talking about though, it's gonna be fun. So come back after the break. If you're on YouTube, the stream's gonna end. A new one will pop up. Jesus, another new one. That's what happens when we stop it. Now it's fucking stupid. Fuck you, YouTube. Um, head on over to replicanradio.com. We're about to play the brand new ICP song. We're gonna take a short break. And Everybody, come back and to it. we're late. Hang out. That's all right. We'll be We're back. just catching up. Catch up. It's Catch good. up to the master. Yum, yeah. yum. What's this? For sale. Authentic curse. Ding, ding, dong. This is the real deal, people. This summer is an Ecuadorian father mourning the loss of young son. <laughs> Fuck yeah. Send 66.50 to the yum, yum fun court. Like it's really cursed. No refunds available. Of course. Like it's not free. Fuck it. I'm kidding. I feel the cloth that wraps all across my face. It goes all around my body tight, tight with lace. I'm packaged in darkness. But in what am I encased? Is it a coffin or a gift box in which I'm placed? Just then, swiftly, I feel myself lift and hear the voice of my owner. I'm opening this shit. What kid would wanna play? Human hair of an actual dead child. I'm sure. <laughs> One thing's known, he 
you never wanna see me I know that you hate me I can hear you screaming You just broke my heart into pieces You gon' leave me down in the dirt with my demons Nobody to talk to I just keep on walking Roses on my coffin Yeah Yeah, the way On the rooftop out in Philly, I'm pacing What do I need to do to make sure I feel the occasion? Drinking my right hand on my waist is my savior in danger Should get an O and they be acting brand new while they aging Can't hire workers for the cause and I don't trust the agents I'm lost in thought at what it costs, I don't need to be paying Think if I jump, what it feel like to fall and hit the pavement? I never will cause I got family at home, they waiting I climbed a ladder just to see that the top is a wasteland Can't change your life if you online just to type and complaining I know your type, you out of key, not okay with sustaining the grass ain't greener, but the other side has got you grazing Yeah, I take a shot for the ones that's remaining Went through a lot, now I'm in shock cause they fucking degrade us Yeah, I need to get my cake up like a cure I broke tradition and religion cause my heart's the purest The pain you see in your reflection is what they concerned with Cause all your demons, what they use to keep you from convergence The ones that get it don't seem to be the ones that's deserving But from my failures and shortcomings, I've been only learning Found inconsistencies in people who thought they were perfect Found that the only way to lift yourself to lift the burden when you get down in positivity this isn't working remind yourself that faking love is never really worth it yeah now it's so warm summer night in chicago i'm off that shit cause i don't keep my emotions in bottles my right hand turning when i sit like i pulled on a throttle go overdrive in every situation that's the motto i'm thinking what my mom would think if she could see me working and how much longer i got here until they close my curtain know that the time that takes us all we don't get to determine so if you're down to make decisions make sure that it's worth it yeah I'm taking shots, I hear more in the distance I'm out of touch cause I don't feel afraid of no resistance Whole body numb up in this moment, I don't take prescriptions I lost the fear of fear itself, it's like I'm non-existent See all my peers are having trouble with some honest writtens They getting fucked behind the bars like a conjugal visit Feeling jumpy, I'ma hop to the task in a minute It's one and done, I don't got the time to ask for revisions Happiness is ever fleeting, time is running out When it's time to bite the bullet, the gun in my mouth
2am on the rooftop out in Philly, I'm pacing What do I need to do to make sure I feel the occasion? Drinking my right hand on my waist is my savior in danger Shit getting old when they be acting brand new while they aging Can't hire workers for the cause and I don't trust the agents I'm lost in thought at what it costs, I don't need to be paying Think if I jump, what it feel like to fall and hit the pavement? I never will cause I got family at home, they waiting I climbed the ladder just to see that the top is a wasteland Can't change your life if you online just to type and complaining I know your type, you out of key, not okay with Sustaining. The grass ain't greener, but the other side has got you grazing yeah. I take a shot for the ones that's remaining Went through a lot, now I'm in shock cause they fucking degrade us yeah. I need to get my cake up like a cure I broke tradition and religion cause my heart's the purest The pain you see in your reflection is what they're concerned with Cause all your demons what they use to keep you from convergence The ones that get it don't seem to be the ones that's deserving But from my failures and shortcomings I've been only learning Found inconsistencies in people who thought they were perfect Found that the only way to lift yourself to lift the burden when you get down in positivity this isn't working remind yourself that faking love is never really worth it yeah now it's a warm summer night in Chicago I'm off that shit cause I don't keep my emotions in bottles My right hand turning when I sit like I pulled on a throttle Go overdrive in every situation, that's the motto I'm thinking what my mom would think if she could see me working And how much longer I got here until they close my curtain Know that the time that takes us all we don't get to determine So if you down to make decisions, make sure that it's worth it, yeah I'm taking shots, I hear more in the distance I'm out of touch cause I don't feel afraid of no resistance Old body numb up in this moment, I don't take prescriptions I lost the fear of fear itself, it's like I'm non-existent See all my peers are having trouble with some honest writings They getting fucked behind the bars like a conjugal visit Feeling jumpy, I'ma hop to the task in a minute It's one and done, I don't got the time to ask for revisions Happiness is ever fleeting, time is running out When it's time to bite the bullet, the gun in my mouth my stay is all inclusive, don't wanna be out My head back to Carolina for fun in the south I can't move enough and see enough of that, I'm thirsty If I stay locked inside a spot, my fucking mind will hurt me And I don't mind a devil playground, hope he have some mercy Go underwater trying to drown out the sounds that submerge me I build foundation and stood up to see it's not that sturdy Shit, I'll be back, I'll build again and I'll meet you in 30 Know what I'm doing, so this time I'll be finishing early The early bird will get a worm and I'm shooting a birdie The back and forth inside my mind is what has made me worthy My clean ass conscience got him out here trying to do me dirty Clam me hands and make sure that the gates I see are pearly Don't stop believing in myself, it's how I make the journey That fire deep inside my heart will forever be burning I let the wisdom teach itself, I don't force to be learning No drunk driving, call it Uber cause I'm never swerving Me and Colin got a calling that I'm now observing I'm less aggressive, learned to calm and now I'm so assertive You can object but all that really do is slow the verdict I run the court and I've been balling like there's no diversions They on my nerves, I'm letting off, this shit is so unnerving Cause I'm ugly And I get the 
kill the fruit cause I'm lucky It doesn't bug me though Matter of fact, I enjoy it Better drawing blood instead of drawing unemployment I avoided any accidents when I worked in the factory I'm actually the one that used to kill the cattle seed Till they brought in machines and I became obsolete Oh, poor me Pay attention to the suffering Run, run But no will to escape cause you're done, done. Another meal on the plate That's the sound of your fate You see a human, I see pounds of steak I don't fully comprehend what I'm doing I just swing for dead one swift movement And the impact is deafening Say one thing and the police begin questioning Aim for the head, it's forever the face <laughs> Your penis does that? Yeah. Damn. That's weird. 
That's like one of them double-bladed helicopters, bro. Double-bladed helicopter, Dick? Yeah. <laughs> Dot com. Double-bladed helicopter, Dick. Helicopter. Holy shit. Mm, yum, yum. <laughs> yum, yum, bedlam. Yum, yum. Hey, what's up, everybody? We're back. If you're tuned oh, in, that that, pretty fucking neat. If you're tuned into the audio stream, then you didn't even know we were gone because you got to listen to some fresh audio, including the brand new ICP single, "Ding Ding Doll." What'd you think about it? You know, I thought it was a fun adventure. Like, uh, you know, well, I li- listen to it again. Will it be a favorite song of mine? Probably not. Um, but as far as like just a fresh new adventure, I, I appreciate the uh, the artistic view on how they presented the story of the doll. Uh, from the doll's perspective, I I, I I appreciated it, you know, for what it was, and I you know I enjoyed the the adventure that they took me on. I uh, I mean, I don't think it'll be my favorite ICP song, but I will definitely listen to it a bunch more times because uh, as much as I love ICP, a lot of it kind of has to grow on you, especially songs like that where there's like a whole weird story going on. And I want to like understand the story, but I enjoyed it, and there were parts of it that were uh, were catchy, which is definitely helpful in listening to songs over again. Yeah, <clears throat> when he was like, "Ding dong die" or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> no, I don't remember. Ding I was dong, singing die, it the you whole. Die. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. It's it's uh, like I mentioned, we were on break listening to it. Like a lot of times, the, the first single they put out in no way represents uh, what the Joker's card is going to be. Never. I never. feel like this is just like an off song. Yeah. has nothing to do with the story of Yum Yum Flower. I did like it. I enjoyed it. I Like I was telling these guys on the break, I enjoy storytelling music. That's probably why I like all old, a lot of the older music versus the newer shit that we have out now. Because they don't tell stories. They're like one lines and they move o- move on to something different. And it's a one line. They move around to something different. They talk about driving a car, and the next thing you know, they're talking about eating pizza. Like, what? What are you talking about now? Eating my pizza and what? And then they're talking about old Joe fucking stepped on his toe. I just don't understand it. Well, it's probably because it hurt. Maybe. Probably because it hurt, man. But they're all like one-line rhymes these days. I feel it. Yeah, it's cool. Definitely. Uh, hey, 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 hey. Don't be doing that. Look, I, I enjoyed it. I thought it was actually pretty good. Like kind of had that old school vibe to it music wise yeah it definitely sounded like an ICP song <laughs> yeah it really I mean honestly I'm, it didn't sound like a Bang Pop Booms track at all or, or a Mighty Death Pop track it sounded older so maybe that's maybe I enjoyed it more because of that I don't know it wasn't bad it wasn't bad I'm looking more forward to more songs so we'll see what happens Hell to the end. I'll give you a Rue review on it when it comes out. Mm-hmm. Rue review. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm excited. I'm excited to hear the uh, the whole thing, man. Joker's cards are definitely uh, one of those things. It's what I look forward to. I always look forward to Joker's cards, and it's one of the things you have to listen to the whole thing. Yeah, like and even they're like. They're like everyone's like, why aren't we making music? It's like we don't really put singles out like people do. That's not our format. We put out albums. We make albums. There's a yeah. whole because the whole story that goes the together whole with thing. it. Yeah. 
Yeah, they can't just start dropping singles like and like we'll do that in between Joker's cars. We'll throw a yeah. ICP single here and here, but when we're focused on that, it's all about I that. Mean, with that being said, you had both bizarre bizarres come out. You had fucking uh, Terror Wheel come out. You had um, the forgotten freshnesses, the tempest, the tempest, forgotten freshnesses. Um, you had all those. You know, you had albums that came out. Mm-hmm. So there's no reason why you can't just do like a. EP and just drop a couple songs here and there. They've done songs that don't have a story with them or that end within the song. Yeah. They'll tell you a five minute story and it doesn't have nothing to do with another song down the road at all. You know. Yeah. I'm in that little yellow bus. Like that song don't even compare to anything else. That that just was its <laughs> song and that was it. It's such a fun song. It is. I like it. That was a good CD. I enjoyed it. Was. The Eye of the Storm. It, I enjoyed the Eye of the Storm more than I enjoyed the uh, Storm itself. <laughs> Tempest. I like the Tempest. I don't dislike it, but I don't. I, don't, I like the. I like that song off of it. I wouldn't say I like the whole album. Well, it's only like six, so you like that, you I like that one. You like song. a good portion of it. <laughs> I, I guess. The Tower was good. Bitch, I lied was good. Yeah. Yeah. I forget about that Tower song. Yeah, about the tempest. Yeah, 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 yeah. The Eye of the Storm, I'm familiar with. The first two tracks are dope. I think that on the Eye of the Storm, I only listened to it a couple times, and I never, it just never clicked with me. So I don't, I'm not familiar with anything that's on it. I guess the little yellow bus is the only scoop us up. Which scoop us up? To to be quite honest, I fucking hate that song. (laughs) You know what I'm pissed off about? I don't, I don't knock that it's fun for you guys. I just don't like it. It is a fun song. But what pisses me off is you can get damn near all the Riders albums except for the second one. Um, what is that? Ride, ride and Dirty? Yeah, Ride, ride and Dirty. Whoop, whoop. Yeah, you can get all the other ones but that on <laughs> Spotify. Beep, beep. Boop, boop. Yum, yum. And it pisses me off because that's the only one that I have that skips. All the other that's ones not. play fine. No. Actually, the Storm really isn't that good, is it? No. <laughs> Scatterbrain was cool. Yellow Bus was cool. High Rise, I liked. Because the remix that came out like two years later was dope, so then I went back and I was like, "Oh, that's oh, not that bad." Then. Yeah, the Tempest is dope though. Ride the Tempest, dope. Alley Rat, dope. Yep. Haunted Bumps, dope. Growing Again, dope. Alley Rat. Humdrum Growing Boogie, again dope. dope. I do this, dope. What I, about now? Is pretty cool. I love the Tempest. Watch my ride. That song's what terrible. What you say? Right about now. What about now? I do this all the time. Yeah. Every news day at, news at six o'clock and I get out of woman. I do not like that song. Uh, that one, but the other ones that you mentioned, I Mexico like. Mexico City is like one of the worst songs ever. Ever made, ever. <laughs> if I was a serial killer, it's not as good as they think it is, but it's all right. Yeah. Yeah. No last song. <clears throat> no. Um. So we talked about the, all the ICP stuff, and then I mentioned before the uh, break, Twisted. It is the 20-year anniversary of Freak Show. So they announced the Welcome to the Freak Show experience. Going down on Devil's Night, Friday, October 30th. Now, from my understanding, this isn't just like a live concert. It's basically almost like each portion is like its own music video like experience. Through each track through Freak Show, so it's the Freak Show experience, I try to do not that. just 
a live show. So it's supposed to be this big, huge production. It's super dope. Um, it's not free like Netflix was, Netfest. But it's only 13 bucks. Um, opening that night is Blaze and ABK as Drive-By. They will be, from my understanding, doing the set. And then you get the freak show experience. Um, there's a bunch of like merch bundles, as we mentioned earlier. Him and E coming with the bundles. Uh, but the dopest one, which is the one I bought, because I bought it. It was a, uh, I don't have it in front of me, but a, a cassette tape. Unheard and Disturbed Freak Show. And it was six, I think six, six or eight tracks that Fritz discovered that have never been released from Freak Show. Three of them are remixes to songs we do know. Three are literally, uh, six, so three are literally never heard tracks before. One of them was something featuring Legs Diamond, which I don't think I recall Legs Diamond being on any Twisted shit. I'm sure he was, but I don't remember. And then uh, there's two other unreleased tracks from the Freak Show recording sessions that have never been released. That's dope. And it was limited to 100 It was like $23 and includes the stream. Yeah. So you get the cassette and the $13 stream for twenty three ninety nine. They said it will be released later on CD for everyone else. It was just a collector thing. I'm just excited that we get yet another drive-by and twisted show. Yeah. No, I'm you not sound ex- excited. I'm not excited about excited. it. It's the same fucking thing. <laughs> you don't like drive-by? I'm just saying they've had 900 fucking drive-by and twisted concerts. Hmm? Well, this is different. Okay, they're playing a 20-year-old fucking album that I've heard a million times. This is an experience. Oh, okay, sorry, sorry. You ever seen it live though? No. Oh, yes, I have. Not that, not the their rendition of it, but it's still a drive-by and twisted show, recanting an, an old album that we've already heard. But you have, have you ever seen them perform Freak Show a lot? Yes. And you didn't like it. I don't say I didn't like them. Just say that I've, I've seen it, like, like I've heard it, and it, it's been done, and, and it's like okay, it's another drive-by and twisted show. But you go and see ICP's Riddlebox shows and. What the Malenko? Yeah, but I feel like they've already done a freak show tour. They've already they've already relived it. They've already redone it. ICP's done that too. Yeah, I'm not. I'm 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 saying, but they've already done it. Like they didn't do two fucking Riddlebox shows. You know, they they did. I don't know how many tours they they probably did. I I don't know, but I'm just saying. Yeah, yeah. but but yeah. I mean, I, I get what you're saying. Yeah. You talk shit on ICP. I'm just saying, you know, we... I still this, give them a chance. This is my... I, I Hey, it's probably going to be cool. I talk shit, but I still give them a chance. It's That's pro- the difference. It's probably going to be cool, uh, but... I mean, this is... Are, are we allowing people to be there, or is this just going to be on the internet? I think it's internet. As of now, it's, it's the only thing I heard, it's on the internet. I like so. the I like the idea of like what'd you say they have music videos for each of the songs That's for like a, what they're the, saying the, the freak show experience uh-huh. I like that idea of it so they wanted to do something more than just another live show on the internet with drive by I don't think drive by has ever performed on the internet pretty Dude. sure drive by has only done like besides touring a couple tours they did I think they've only done like six shows ever besides tours hmm. drive by is ABK and Blaze mm-hmm. yeah. I don't. I like seeing that. 
Yeah. I'm not knocking the. That body man is really mad about drama. No, uh, no, I'm just saying. No, it's it's just he the liked sa- it better it's the same because bill. it was it was rare when Drive By played for the Replicon Radio Attack of the Ninjas show. Like yeah. Now that they're doing it again, you're like, oh fuck, it's less rare. No, no, no. I feel like I've <laughs> just I've just seen the same bill over and over again. That you know, it's like a drive by and a twisted show. How many times have they done that? Seven. Seven. There you go. But we're special. We go. We go to all that shit. Mm-hmm. Most people don't. Mm-hmm. I, d- I, d- I just so I, now it's their chance to get the spirits at from home for thirteen dollars. There you go. Not a bad deal. Or you can get the Super Dope uh, merch bundle. <clears throat> you got to go to their site to find that shit. Cause it's that is cool, different. the unreleased tracks and all that shit. Yeah, I'm, I'm more excited about that than the actual show. I was like, I got to get the fucking cassette. And then I thought it was going to be on the website. And I was like, oh, it's with these. I'm like, oh, I guess I'm buying that too. Guess I'm buying a bundle. <laughs> guess I'm buying it too. See, that, that, just what you were saying. Like, you know, you have to have the bundles to get people to buy. <laughs> I got it. Yeah. <laughs> so then, like I mentioned earlier, they also released the toys. And then they did the songs of Sam Hain, which is dope. This this CD we played two tracks tonight. You guys didn't know that, but people listening did. Nine new tracks, two HOK tracks, brand new, dope. Uh, track with AXE and AMB. A track called Murder Carnage, produced by Stir Crazy and Godsynth. Godsynth. First time collabo together. Godsynth, featuring Blaze, Lex, and Boondocks. And then. Uh, yeah, it's dope, man. It's good. It's good. It's a good little nine-song banger. And they also announced, well, not officially, I guess, but Paul announced it on his little live stream that they have another album coming out uh, Black Friday. Ooh. Or at least it'll go up or whatever. So I know they're putting out a rap album and a rock album. Oh, they are putting out a full rock album? Mm-hmm. Nice. Next year, that rose petal is like the first single off of it. Yeah, you keep it. It's good. Well, that song is good. I kind of like their rock stuff. It's really good. Yeah. And it gets way more uh, traction than anything they've ever done ever. Yeah. Oh, yeah, for sure. But <laughs> because it, it broadens their, you know, the draw. Yeah. The Juggalos listen, and then a bunch of other people listen, too. Mm-hmm. So, that's pretty cool. I'm just not a fan of screaming. Nice. Why? You do it all the fucking time. <laughs> Thank you. I don't scream at all. I don't scream. I just talk loud. Right. Get it right. Um, so yeah, Jelly Roll and Isham. What do you yes. know? I I know that there was a tweet saying that I don't want to listen to a forty year old rapper that has two thousand plus monthly listeners on yeah. fucking Spotify. So look, this is the best part. I, you gotta you gotta learn how it started because it's the stupidest shit ever. I literally have no idea what happened. Jelly Roll Jelly Roll tweeted I'm never drinking again. Mm-hmm. That's how it started. Okay. And Isham who is a professional internet troll now, I guess. He replied, you should say I'm never eating again, too. Oh, okay. And then uh, everyone got mad. <laughs> like, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, everyone so kind of started out as a fuck, like a fuck you joke. Everyone on Twitter was like, are you fucking kidding me, Isham? Who the fuck are you? Like, oh, Jesus. And uh, so, yeah, here's a few of the... Uh, I don't care about other people's responses, but here's a few. So Jelly Roll was the one you were talking about. I'm not going to argue with a 50-year-old rapper that has less than 20K monthly listeners on Spotify. Call me fat. Call me whatever you want. I'd be as skinny as you if I smoked crack like you do, Bubba. <laughs> <laughs> and he said, damn, homie, in high school you was the man. What the fuck happened to you? I would, who said that? Jelly, these are, this is Jelly, yeah. 
I would tell you to mind your own business, but you ain't had no business in a decade. <laughs> Some people don't want to accept the fact that they fell off. Eshop uh, hadn't replied yet. No, there's, there, there's, uh, it's not in order. This is just, uh, it's too hard to follow in order because other people chime in. So I just got like parts of it. Um, Isham, a lot of y'all motherfuckers. Because at one point they're not actually responding to each other; they're just talking about each other. Right. A lot of y'all motherfuckers ain't never heard sticks and stones, and it shows. If you let words offend you on Twitter, Twitter is not the place for you. Mom always said, "If I can't take a joke, f them." One hundred. Uh, I'm not trying to be mean or insensitive. If I ever tell you some shit you didn't want to hear. If somebody's beefing with me, they beefing with themselves. I don't have beef with anyone. This is Twitter. Although I was unaware you can punch people with words on here. Right. That was uh, Eshan. There's more. It's pretty funny. I mean, I um, I don't disagree with either one of them. Uh, Coming with the facts. Trying to get back to the jelly stuff. I mean... Literally. Say that you ain't gonna drink again, and then dudes that well, you might as well say you ain't gonna eat again. I mean, he was trying to be funny. Sure, laugh, ha ha. Who gives a fuck? But at the same time, if you're know. if you're fat and you can't take you can't handle somebody calling you fat, do something about it. I don't it. even think he was mad. I think everybody else kind of freaked out. On the uh, uh, clearly, clearly everybody freaked out. But then it became like a thing. Um, I wouldn't tell you, but it's kind of funny. I'm just having fun. Why so serious? Uh, there's more. There's some more you keep there. saying there's more, but we ain't heard more Listen, yet. if you think my eating habits are the most unhealthy thing a thing about me, clearly we have never got drunk together or done cocaine together. That's what Jelly said. <laughs> <laughs> if you think my eating habits are the worst thing. He said, no hard feelings, Bubba. I gave you one. You gave you what you wanted. This is the most attention you've gotten since the '90s. All is good. I'm legit the most humble, down to earth ass dude in the game. Always made music for the underdogs. This Friday will be no different because Jelly Roll got a new album coming out Friday. Oh shit! Um, where's the fucking shot? It's so fucking annoying to find all this shit. Got okay, Twitter's uh, aggravating. I'm gonna fall asleep over here and be fine. Yeah, but yeah, there's man. more. Yeah, wait, there's more. But wait, there's more. Spo- Isham, spoiler alert. Pedophiles hate me too because I think they should be exterminated. I'm just saying. Bitch, what? <laughs> if you post something on Twitter, it's no longer your business to mine. It's our business because you put it out there, Goofy. I said what I said. And he starts sharing fucking uh, diet plans. <laughs> Retweeting diet plans. He shared a tweet from God that said, I give up, you're on your own good luck. Hmm. Uh, food is a drug and being unhealthy is no laughing matter. You can hate me for telling you. I can live with that. Same way I told a, would tell a junkie to lay off the drugs. Tough love. Stop enabling people. I'm, then, he, then he tweeted, at Jelly Roll. I'm sorry if I hurt your feelings. I'm a dick, Jelly Roll. No hard feelings. And that's when he said, no worries, Bubba. I gave you what you wanted. Thanks, man. He said, thanks, man, versus food. Food one, looking ass. Everybody streamed Jelly Roll's new record. It's all good. My bad. Sensitivity mode was on. So he apologized. That was his apology. He said, thanks, you man versus food. Food one, looking ass. <laughs> I fucking love it. I love it because it, it, it was a fun little back and forth. So it was like, fuck you, fuck you. Oh, you were just playing? All right, we cool this. <laughs> I, I, don't, I don't think either one of them really got pissed. 
out of that. But that, that, that's a... Oh, the horror is watching. Oh! I mean, I think it's the horror. Well, you tuned in a little late because we're getting ready to go bye-bye. I know, right? They wanted to hear about the fucking uh, beef. Yeah, oh, they... the horror has a brand new video dropping in two days. Ooh! So we'll well, why didn't they that. come on and tell us to have us on and use the ability that we tell them that they're family and if they ever need anything to call us and we can get the word out for them. Because we were talking to R.A. Mihailov. I just told them. You should go check. They have their own little uh, show they do. I don't remember what it's called. but it was, they, I, I mean, they can just hit us up with an email and tell us. I can. I'm still waiting for that car concert. Who knows if that'll happen. Oh, yeah. I wanted to talk about this real quick. We were going to talk about it last week and we ran out of time. The Juggalo. Uh, the Joker. Oh. The Joker is back with a whole. Uh, he dropped a new song called The Juggalo Song. Debuted it on World Star. World Star. He made a whole fucking speech video about Juggalos and uh, make Juggalos great again. And uh, after however long years of his career, he's decided he's like this Juggalos in the past. He used to diss tech. He could be mad at Jay. He's finally saying it's time for me to uh, embrace my Juggaloism and represent the Juggalos property because ever since Twisted Left, it's been a fucking shit show. And uh, let's make Juggalos great again. So he started a whole website. You can go to it, makejuggalosgreatagain.com. You can check out the new single, The Juggalo Song. And he's doing a whole entire album dedicated to and all about Juggalos. There are six different covers for the six Joker cards. How much are these motherfuckers going for? (laughs) There's a bunch of them. Get the fuck out of here with this bullshit. Well, the the thing is, the debate is in the Juggalo world is uh, we don't know if he's for real. Trying to make a fucking buck off some old ass <laughs> shit. Get out of here. Well, it's the same album. He's not lying. He's like, it's the same album. Buy which the point. His point is, um, you buy which one is yours. You know what I'm saying? Like Tony's is the Jekyll Brothers. Mine would be Riddlebox. His the Joker's was Malenko. So whatever your card was, your start in this world, buy that out. It's just the cover. It's just you know what I mean. But it's yeah. the same album. It's all dedicated to Juggalos. He's all about representing the Juggalos. Make JuggalosGreatAgain.com. But people don't know if he's genuine. People don't know if it's a money grab. People don't know if he's full of shit. People Clearly a, a fucking, fucking money grab, because why wouldn't we do this five years ago? Well, he didn't realize five years ago how much Juggalos meant to him. Fuck yeah. I'm just, I'm just, I mean, I don't know. I've talked to the Joker a couple times. We don't have, call him the Joker for no reason. Well, I do that. Want to have him on the show? Eventually, it'll happen. But no, have I don't know, man. <laughs> you don't like the Joker either. You don't even know the Joker. He's super like talented, man. But he's always been caught up. Don't you know he hates everything ICP? He's everything, like mad about this. Everything he's done has been. No, ICP uh, should be drama. pissed off at him too for trying to steal their fucking bullshit and try to make it a dollar. Off yeah, him. the artists did steal. Like, so most of their their biggest songs are stolen. That's true. <laughs> I understand <laughs> that, but they're yeah, they're at least sampled, and they have words over. The well, he's not doing music. covers. It's an original album. It's just dedicated to Juggalos. It's for Juggalos. Fuck out of here. And there's like a dollar off some Juggalos. I just don't know how genuine it is. I'm not mad at it if he's being genuine. Because it's one of those things. It's like there's been other artists in the past that have talked shit on Juggalos and then started being in the Juggalo world. And they were like Mm -hmm. ousted because they were like, no, fuck you. You I mean, like you were just talking shit about us. Now you're wanting to be a part of us. Get the fuck out of here. 
So now how, you understand what the fuck I'm just saying. How is this gonna so go? So you trying to fucking? Well, that was my. That's what I said. The problem is we don't know. Then you agree with me? No, we don't know. The problem is we don't know. Fuck that guy. If he's genuine, I think it's dope. If he's not genuine, then it's fucking whack. Yeah, but we don't know. That's the thing. See, old school juggalos don't like that shit. You can't hate on juggalos and then try to be part of us. Fuck you. Nope. You get cock out thrown at you. In the moment, but later. Go ask Tila Tequila what happened to her, will you? She got the yum yum sauce. But Tila Tequila isn't fucking saying, hey, I'm going to put out a juggalo album. No, but she was trying to be all about juggalos coming here. He's always He's always been in the underground scene. You know what I'm saying? That's like, good. There's a million other motherfuckers out there in the saying, underground scene, not, too, not, but they're not in the underground juggalo world. Yeah, but it's not that extreme. It'd be like, well, it's just like, oh, you remember when Mindless Self-Indulgence opened for ICP and everybody fucking hated them? Booed at them, flicked them off, sat down. That's what they years, wanted. A couple years later, people are like, why don't you have these guys in the gathering? Oh, they're dope. You were like, why No, juggalos all over the internet. Well, I was one of them. Yeah, I thought they were fucking queer and weird. Well, they, and then are, I, they are. And then I actually, they are. 100%. Yeah, but then I got are. it, and I enjoyed it. You know what I'm saying? Like, shit changes. Why you hating on gay people, bro? That's just like saying ICP and Eminem have a beef. You call them the because word. Because they had a beef. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know what I mean? Like, it's the same thing. Shit changes. I understand. They don't have a beef anymore, but if you didn't, if you just listen to one part of someone's career. I understand. Too Short didn't have a beef with nobody, but they, they fucking booed his ass off the stage, huh? Yeah. I don't know For why. what reason? I have no idea. Because they didn't know who the fuck he was. That's why. Well, there you go. Maybe maybe a bunch of them went home and listened and learned, and maybe they could bring him back. Oh, yeah. But you, you wouldn't allow that, that because one think, bad thing happened one time, think, right? No, you think Too Short's going to be like, yeah, bro, I got the shit booed off me off stage, shit thrown at me. Sure, I'll come back. No, it ain't going to happen. I mean, they, if they paid him a lot more, he'd come back. No. He don't give a fuck about that. No. He's like, fuck you. I was disrespected at your festival. Fuck you. I ain't showing up. Find somebody else. I guarantee that would happen. Maybe. Maybe not. But it wouldn't be, you know what I'm saying? It's not like people didn't discover him and people's minds didn't change what they learned who he was. You don't think that's a possibility? Nope. If there's a thousand it, people it watching, sure you don't think a hundred of them are like, oh shit, we fucked up. say a hundred of them, maybe two or three of them, and we're then like, oh, pass the word around dope. to a couple more. So but sure. Shit changes. You can't base it all off of one thing. That's all I'm saying. We don't nope. know. We don't know if it's genuine or it's not genuine. But give a motherfucker a chance. You might like it while he's on the stage and be like, damn, I'll never see this dude perform ever again. I don't know who the fuck he is, but shit was dope. So you won't- and then And then three months later, he's fucking dead, and you're like, damn. I watched that motherfucker's last performance live on stage. Come no, on. but that's what happened to Old Dirty Bastard. It did. I he watched is. his last performance on stage. I did too. Yes, and it was phenomenal. He didn't get booed off, though. No, because people knew who he was. Probably because they had a song together is the only reason. That is a whole, have a whole hell of a lot to do with it. Unfortunately. But, but Juggalos don't understand that Freaky Tales came from fucking Too Short that ICP put out on the, what was it, the fucking uh, Bang Pow Boom album or the uh, uh, Death Pop one. That's it. That's what I was going to mention earlier with the Yum Yum thing. So we got Death Pop. We got fucking covered, smothered, and spoiled or whatever the fuck. We got the Mike E. Clark remix fucking bootleg album. And we got the hour-long Freaky Tales. So we got four albums out of that, too. Except for they were like... Weird, right? 
You know what I'm saying? At least this one we're getting four full albums that are supposed to be albums. Right. That's cool. Correct, Amando. So you're saying we can't give uh, the Joker a chance because in 2004, I mean, you know at what? The Mud Gathering. I go said, ahead. The Juggalos booed. No, go ahead. Too give, short. Give him a chance. He ain't getting none of my money, but go ahead. Give him a chance. Buy all his shit up. Oh, I don't want to do that. Buy it all up. Do exactly what he wants. Buy all his shit up. And you might as well say sorry and suck his dick while you're at it. Why? Because they don't like it. They didn't like him before because of the shit that happened in 2004. So might as well suck his dick now and say, who? oh, sorry. Oh, who? Who? Well, the Joker pissed everybody off, so everybody hates him, too, so... I'm so confused. Everybody just might as well suck Joker's dick and say, here you go, we'll give you another shot, bro. So, Too Short got booed off stage, so we should apologize to the Joker and suck his dick and buy his album? Yes. Well, that, it, yes. Might as well, because he pissed everybody off before, right? Some people. Well, sure, go ahead. No, I don't know, I'm so confused. Go... Buy into his money grab and buy it. Buy all this. Buy the. Buy all the merch. I don't have any money left over after buying all the bundles from mnebundle.com. It's true. He might. Not. <laughs> true. I got to pre-order Yum Yum Bedlam. When's the next mystery box coming out? That's got to be coming out soon. They haven't done know. it in a while. I want a bundle mystery box. Bundle box. Yeah, bundle bundle mystery box. You you several know, boxes. You, you don't know what you get. It's just boxes and boxes. Box on box. Summer empty. Yeah, summer empty. Some have a flyer. We told you we're just getting a box. We didn't say there was anything in it. Yum, yum. Well, I don't know. At least we've had one have a twisted on the show. We haven't had one have of the insane clown box. That is true. That is true. So mad props to twisted for doing that. Fuck yeah. And uh, next week on the show, we got the return of Alazuli Lou. Yeah. Yeah, keeping that October theme going. The motherfucking the Axis sp- family. Scary masks. The spooky boy. If you guys tune in late, man, you missed scary the uh, the interview with the fucking legend Leatherface himself live on Rebelcon yeah, Radio. If you missed it, definitely go check it out because that was fantastic. R A Mihailov. It's a good. We're, it's a good October, man. We had old Pigface Dean, the original uh, Forever Face, where the right. <laughs> Pigface Dean, Leatherface R A, Forever Face Zool. <laughs> It's dope. Man. We need to find somebody else quick that wears wears face right? face mask. Just more dead people. Or yeah. Something. Go get the pumpkin head guy. Pumpkin head guy. Yeah. What's his name? Comatose. I'll tell you here in a minute. Pumpkin head guy. The, the only guy. one I, the 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 only one I know is comatose. The main actor. Oh, you're talking about the pu- pumpkin head. Unfortunately, Robert pump. England already told us he's busy for the rest of the year. But uh, he's got us next year, though. For sure. I'm gonna be on his ass. No. Yeah. If I can get fucking Kevin Eastman, I can get goddamn Robert England. Oh, yeah. You know what I'm saying? It takes time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I can do anything. It just no takes a long fucking time. And very aggravating. Yeah. Yeah, get this guy. You see how fucking gray my hair is? I had fucking, like, blonde hair or something. Get Lance <laughs> Hendrickson. I was a He's dirty blonde when I started this book. Yeah, <laughs> I want salt and pepper to straight pepper. Yeah, get get, get Lance <laughs> Hendricks here. All right. He's the one that played... Uh, Hit him up. Ed Harley on the Skits show. Skits says it was a great interview. We agree, man. Yes, Thank I agree. You. Shout out to R.A. Thank for you. that, man. That's all R.A.'s doing. So I'm pumped. Next week's going to be another great one, man. We had... Or you can get Tom Woodruff Jr. that actually played the pumpkin head. You've had Tom Wood on the show. Tom Woodruff. Tom Wood, please. Tom Woodruff. Junior. Please. 
Tom Wood, please. Druff? <laughs> yeah. Get that guy. Hit him up, man. I don't know how to do that. Hit him up. Hit him up. Hit him up. Henriksen will be dope. He's you should hit up Steve I know he does podcasts. He does his own. I know we should have Burt Kreischer. <laughs> I feel yeah. like he would, he might, but he might. Do Isn't that. it your mom's house or something? Burt Kreischer? No. Isn't that what he does? Who does that? Uh, There's a comedian whose podcast is called Your Mom's House. Oh, no, no, no. I mean, he might, I, he's got like five different podcasts that he does, like no, on a regular like, basis. Well, I think it's just the only one. Like a famous comedian, I thought that was him. Nah, I don't know. But yeah, man, go check it out. Go check out all, all go check out all the interviews. But I'm next week's gonna be fucking nuts. It's chaos. It would be the We've word to describe had some that. Fucking insanely epic Zool interviews, and we haven't had them on in over two years. And that this two years for them has been a wild ride. We were promoting the release of Almighty before it came out. Yeah, and then we later. Post at the fucking release party. Show did. All kinds of shit after that. That was a long time ago. That was a good time, too. It was a good time. So, yeah, man. Tune in for that. Rep- Reptard Decepticon Radio. <laughs> yeah. Back again. Yeah, buddy. It's been two years since Reptard Decepticon has been around. It has. Mm-hmm. Long, long time. It's going to be dope, man. It's going to be a big one. And then uh, there's still more October after that, so that's exciting. Oh, yeah. What mysteries lie ahead? (laughs) Hell yeah, man. Make sure you guys follow us on all social media, Replicon Radio, Instagram and Twitter, at Replicon underscore radio. Join our Patreon, man. Our show is free. You don't have to pay for it every month, so if you want to support the channel since we're a bunch of broke motherfuckers, join the Patreon. It helps out a lot. Patreon.com slash Replicon Radio. Getting a t-shirt tier. It's only 30 bucks. You get a t-shirt and an extra episode and 24-hour con, 24-hour interactions with us and all the other dope-ass patrons. It's fun. Word life, son. That's right. For sure. For sure. What else? Anything else? Are we done here? I believe we are done We here. started early. We're ending early. You still got an extra 15 minutes. So the we, we love y'all. Drew uh, wants to keep going. I, I, I don't. I don't I understand. Not really. My laptop is closed. Already 15 minutes. Your laptop past. was never even really open. I mean. It, you were just looking at an ocean view the entire <laughs> show. It relaxes me. <laughs> and it helps keep Like it was focused. funny during the interview. He kept looking at stuff. And I thought it was like the chat room. So I like leaned over to see like <laughs> what he was looking at. And it was just the fucking screensaver of the ocean. I'm like. The fuck is going on? The watching dolphins swimming, bro. It wasn't even moving, I don't think. It was. It was a video. It was a video of a beach. Oh, a tropical beach. Yeah, it was. Oh. I was. A, yeah, I just. I just. You might have missed it, but but he saw them dolphins swimming. Bro. <laughs> they weren't really there. I was watching the waves crashing against those the rocks. Were white claw dolphins. Yeah. He's seen all them fucking. He's seen all them clown. <laughs> it was the white claw wave from like the you're cover. Barreled right. in the ro- you're getting barreled in that wave that, right there. Yeah, I don't even know why a wave. It's does got that. a it's got a wave in there. That's kind of homosexual, isn't it? Mm, no, not a bad thing. I mean, I mean, a wave cre- cresting. I mean, the way we're doing it. A, wa- a wave cresting. Yeah, y'all look silly. As fuck. What up, Montana Josh? Shout out to everybody that tuned in tonight. We had fucking three crazy streams on YouTube. If you guys are listening to the audio replay, go check out the streams. Give us a like. Give leave us a comment on the video after it's done. 
the, the fucking camera worked tonight. It's the first time I turned it on. Hey! <laughs> it hasn't worked in two weeks. It worked tonight. We didn't use it. Doesn't matter. We're not here for you to look at us. We're here to fucking entertain you with super dope guests. Yep. And we're going to do it again next week. Alazululu will be back. Follow us. Buy stuff. YouTube, we're out of here. Bye. Bye, YouTube. Deuces. Spotify, you get that extra little, little, little sprinkle on top. Ain't nobody tuned in anyway. They, they will be. They all tuned in. They tune in afterwards. For sure. Them replay numbers is up. Spotify. iTunes. Apple. Google. Stitcher. iHeartRadio. iHeartRadio. Oh, I had a list of Podcast Addict. Is that a thing? Mm-hmm. I believe it. It is. All you guys that are listening right now. Shut your computer down. We're done. We love you. Right. We'll see you guys next week. Hell no, we If won't. you guys only listen to the audio I'm version, down, just head bro. on over to YouTube. Subscribe. Give us a like. Give us a thumbs up. Give us a comment. On all 47 fucking episodes. 47? We're all talking about like, you know, we have 470. I was talking about just tonight. Oh, like, yeah, we, 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 yeah that's, what I'm, that's what I'm saying. No. Three. Yeah. All three of them. We love you guys. We'll see you next week. Bye. Peace. Bye. Si tienes ciertas afecciones crónicas como enfermedad cardíaca, asma, diabetes, y tienes 19 años o más, 52, 36, 42, puedes estar en mayor riesgo de contraer la neumonía neumocósica. Pregunta a tu médico o farmacéutico acerca de vacunarte con Prevnar 20, vacuna conjugada antinomocósica 20 valente, una vacuna de Pfizer que puede ayudar a proteger contra la neumonía neumocósica con una sola dosis. Prevnar 20 está aprobada para adultos para ayudar a prevenir infecciones contra 20 cepas de la bacteria que causa la neumonía neumocósica. La aprobación continua puede depender de un estudio de apoyo. No uses Prevnar 20 si has tenido una reacción alérgica grave a la vacuna o a sus componentes. Adultos con sistemas inmunitarios debilitados pueden tener una respuesta reducida a la vacuna. El efecto secundario más reportado fue dolor en el área de la inyección. Para más efectos secundarios comunes e información completa de prescripción, llama al 1-855-213-2138 o visita Prevnar20 en Español.com. Pregunta a tu médico o farmacéutico sobre Prevnar20.